Okay. Bryce, Thug Nasty, Mitchell, in the his A. What's up, brother? What up, dude? Thank you for having me. Man. Hey, man. Uh, sick training sesh. Um, man, I had a blast. I, I really had fun doing that clinch shit at the end. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've not even seen that, that same side counter you got. Yeah, man, and that's... Like, uh, it. Like I said, it's weird because some of it exists in judo, but... It's still I've I haven't been able to integrate it like mm -hmm. it's not the same as doing it with a gi you know yeah. so that's how you get that uh that reap you're reaping that leg when it is gi. yeah that's, that's what, what yeah it's called leg reap judo, and it, yeah. yeah I can that, you're doing it good too yeah well thanks man um you were picking right up I just like uh that guy I mentioned uh, Mark Barber man he's shown me a lot about uh, Ty Clinch and he's got mm -hmm. super sick pummeling. So, uh, that two, three off the pumble or no, three, uh, back two. to the boxing. Yeah. I don't even remember where I picked that up at, but it's definitely <laughs> sneaky because they're like, Oh, I want to do these knees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, dude, uh, thanks again for taking the time to come out. Um, we're here in the studio. We had an awesome training session. Robert's, uh, here with us. He's been on the podcast a couple of times. We got Dan in the house. Um, <laughs> taking uh taking the time to work with some of the some of the beginner white belt new and up and coming mma prospects in the Hell gym yeah. so yeah. that uh that guy you're working with man he is super enthusiastic so yes, uh, he and he's been coming out a lot so uh well okay so bryce uh if people don't know you're like what was your amateur record i mean uh was it like 16 and one or some shit it was 13 and one 13 and yeah. one was it like wade was like 16 and one huh wade johnson yeah, he had more than me he had he had way more yeah so when when i first met you probably 16 wrestling in high school yeah uh training with uh with uh willie who's like your coach and i would also call him my coach man willie's been a major mentor me, uh, to me over the years and For I, sure. I love getting to see him he came to my wedding and uh just great great people i still wish i'd have been there man. dude it's good times we called uh rudy and i <laughs> at some point called eli <laughs> and uh then then we called Corey springer <laughs> so like neither one of them that was right well you know Corey springer uh, I, I bet so. you'd know him if you saw him. And if I saw him, he I fell off of a freaking cliff, dude. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. You remember? Yeah, Robert worked on him um, after he yeah. fell off, but he he totally recovered 100. percent But this guy would have definitely you you probably trained with. You probably sparred with him. I mm -hmm. want to say he maybe even came to Willie's uh, open house when y'all went down on the Race Street location. Mm -hmm. So, but. Yeah, amazing amateur career. What what is your current pro record? Nine and oh, eight and oh. Nine and oh is a pro. Nice dude. Yeah. And you've had several fights on World Series. Is that I've now? Had, I've had two on there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that now defunct? What's going on with World Series of Fighting? They're like forming some new league or something. They started PFL. It stands for Professional Fight uh, Fighters League. Pretty much. Uh, I mean, I've heard a bunch of shit about it. You know, I just didn't want to, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. It was risky. They were trying to get me to sign into it. Well, it's I like they're like unionizing or something, isn't that right? I, I don't even understand. Yeah, I didn't feel mm. comfortable signing it. That's why. Because I signed to WSOF, and they started doing this other company called PFL. And they were wanting me to just go right into that. And that's when I wanted out. 
Yeah. Well, man, I, they did put on some good shows. Hell but, yeah. <laughs> uh, and man, I remember watching you fight on their cards, uh, and it was awesome. Because I remember that one, uh, you had like a little viral video there <laughs> that uh, that went out, and they were like interviewing you after the show or whatever. But uh, yeah, dude, keeping it you, real. You know, there was a guy that I fought on uh, World Series. His name is Brandon Phillips. And his cousin was on the Ultimate Fighter. And so uh, his name is Landshark Clark, Thailand Landshark Clark. But uh, it was cool because, like, <laughs> we were just hanging out for six weeks. Small you know? world. Yes, yeah, yeah, small world, man. So what? So you're just on Ultimate Fighter, for people who don't know. What uh, What season Ultimate Fighter are we on? It's 27. 27. So that'll be coming out on uh, what FX, and then mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure Fight Pass. I'm gonna queue up that Gagey fight while we're uh, while we're talking about it. Uh, so you're you were on the Ultimate Fighter, and ironically, uh, so you're from you're originally from Cabot, Arkansas, and mm-hmm. uh, would you go to high school in Cersei? No, I went to high school in Cabot. Okay, okay, and uh, did you went to college at Cersei? Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. Still going to. I mean, I had to drop out to. Go try out for the whole. Oh fire, wow, yeah. dude! Hey man, <laughs> follow your dreams, yeah, yeah, bro. You I know what I'm to, saying? Man. I took a I took a semester off of grad school, and now I'm a I'm a fucking yeah. history professor, y'all. <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah. like there there was a bunch of people that told me when I took that semester off, they're like, "You're never gonna graduate, Brian." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, fuck y'all." But uh, it, you know, that's dude. T- following your dreams takes you gotta take unorthodox sacrifices sometimes. A lot of people used to be like this dude. Dropping out of college to fight, what a crazy! Yeah. And I'm like, dude, no, you should do yeah, stuff like mom. that more often. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Shit. I'm supposed to start back up. Uh, I guess uh, fall. Yeah, yeah. You ever take any summer classes? Mm-mm. I took summer classes when I went. I definitely it's not a bad wouldn't. Idea. I mean, it it, it hel- is helpful. I like it for grad school more yeah. than anything. But I'm teaching a summer class at Moralton. Um, this coming uh, next term or whatever. Uh, Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gagey, that's it. That's, that's a good fight. Mm-hmm. Trying to get it uh, where I can cast it. But, uh, okay, so uh, well, so is Luis, Luis Pena. He's from Cabot, too. Oh, yeah. So, that's, sure. so you and he were both in the house, mm-hmm. both from Arkansas. Like, uh, yeah, that's top bunk, he's bottom bunk. <laughs> that's yeah dude that's like prison style yeah, <laughs> oh man so obviously um I, man i i think it would be awesome uh to like yeah, have you back on after the show is like airing yeah and, right. and uh or like it's already aired so because we can't really talk about anything you had right. to sign documents there's yeah a bunch yeah a, a whole bunch dude that did like I, I mean did it I did any of that like take the fun out of it for you like having to like be like all um, businessy about your interactions like you got to sign all these papers I'm sure your ass was on total fucking lockdown yeah yeah I didn't have my phone or nothing damn but, yeah it's uh, cut off it, it was worth it though you know it, yeah I, it's I'm, a sacrifice yeah, yeah yeah I'm so glad that I did it though you know yeah dude if uh, I wouldn't have done it then I would have never. Well, and I'm I'm so shocked that something like I mean, just in my uh, I mean, I think somewhat I'm biased. It's not like we see each other a few times a year for sure. And I've, mm-hmm. I've like I said, I've known you and trained with you, um, just like for several years. But like, honestly, long time coming opportunities. Yeah. You know, like for uh, 
I mean, that was a thing. Like, I remember, like, two or three years ago when – was it probably been a couple of years since you fought on World Series? Did yeah. you fight on Bellator? No, you, no, no, I never fought. No, never fought on Bellator. Um, but I remember um, – thinking like dude they're gonna call this guy any time like you were like four and oh five and oh six and oh and uh man uh congrats on finally Thank getting you, getting some no no well-deserved notoriety you know Thank what i'm you. saying like uh yeah. i got when i was talking to messaging you about coming down i'm like dude why don't you show me some stuff bro and man you're super humble we both show each other stuff you know yeah you show me more stuff than i show you yeah, to but, be honest dude i remember but <laughs> well when you. i was uh, coming up to willie's uh in teaching and shit there for um a minute when he was having to go through academy you were mm -hmm. showing Showing me all sorts of cool stuff. Man, I saw this on the JDS fight yeah. on the wall. It does this little <laughs> elbow. And, man, we're going to do this ankle picks. So, dude, mm. you know, um, it's a two-way street. And that's like mm -hmm. your coach, uh, Willie, uh, that uh, he kind of, man, he's like who kind of taught me to be that way. Yeah. Honestly, that's yeah. probably we have sort of a shared trait. Yeah, and some people, are they, they're taught different, you know, to, like, not tell you know? I, I know, right? Isn't but, that some bullshit? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. <laughs> like, uh, like Dring was telling me that he's like a lot. Of, he's like, there's a lot of bullshit smoking mirrors going on. Yeah. Like, they teach you like just like a technique and charge yeah. you like eighteen thousand dollars. I remember yeah. uh, one of the uh, DOE guys that I know was talking about. Um, uh, they had Hori and Gracie, or no, Horian wouldn't even come because it's going to be too expensive. So they sent Hoist. Mm -hmm. Horian is going to be like eighteen thousand dollars for like a day, and they sent Ooh. they sent Hoist for like five. Ooh. Dude, I mean, check this out. So we just trained with That's Hickson. That's a lot of money, man. Oh, dude, I, I can't. I've heard it's uh, three fifty an hour for a private. Yeah, Hickson Hickson charged three fifty an hour. Uh, my buddy Jack does uh, privates with him, um, but. We went and trained with Hickson in Vegas. Much. We were talking about Vegas earlier, and you. So you were in. There's a house, and the house is in Vegas. Is that correct? Yeah. So when we went to uh, that seminar, there were 200 people there at 200 dollars a head. That's a lot more than 18 thousand dollars. Wow. Mm -hmm. Robert, say something in the microphone. Bob. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, feel like you're not getting enough enough do. <laughs> I'm completely happy at this moment bro <laughs> we're working on we're working on being able see like here's the thing with this mic once i can get like the camera on the same oh, is that one not working oh well, it's oh. not like that that can be omnidirectional and pick up all four of us oh, that's why shoot. i bought it oh. so instead of having to go um like we could just literally set that in the middle of the table or boom it like it is but uh, instead of having to go four mics, four stands, yeah. I already got four pair of headphones, so we're good. But, <laughs> but there for a long time, I was just rocking two mics, and I was like, fuck it, I got to have three people podcast and four oh, people God. podcast. Yeah. You mean you got a camera on me? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, dude, some people, like, they got to do an audio episode because they can't. Yeah, yeah, we're right there. They can't uh, handle, like, being filmed. Like, at least two of my guests have been that way. They're like, nah, I'm not going to so do that. I know. <laughs> What's about, that? You've been running podcasts about a month? No, nah, I started in December. This is, like, about our 50th episode. Mm -hmm. So, oh, I'm trying. 50th. 50th episode. So That's awesome. Man. Yeah. So, like, I do, like, an MMA show like this. Like, we're, you know, you're an MMA guy. We were rolling and kneeing each other in the body and all sorts of crazy shit and doing tie sweeps and 
um, stuff, and then we um, we're podcasting now, and so this uh, and we're gonna talk about crazy USC drama, I'm sure. And, <laughs> but yeah. then I just like I have people from like all sorts. Like I try and keep, do like an MMA show, and then I just do the Life Unravel podcast. So, like I just have different guests from all walks of life, really. You know, my legs might start cramping on me, man. <laughs> That's what happens when you get old, Bryce. Dude, just get back in there on that yoga wheel. Anytime, if anybody needs to uh, take a break, it's like, man, it's Dude, pretty it happens, nonchalant. I'll fix you, like, right here, live on camera. We're just, we're just going to put you out right here. <laughs> you got my calf started cramping up in practice bad. Oh, my God. Dude, you I said that. You pointed at yeah. your foot. You're like, my, locked, my foot. Bro. Oh, my God, my <laughs> it foot. It was locked. <laughs> I mean, hell, Bryce, I'm 54. Just wait till you get that age. Those cramps get worse. <laughs> no, hey, man, leaving. check this out. The other night this happened to me. This never happened. I'm like about to be 31 years old. I was asleep and like deep. You know, man, you know how my, like, you've been working my calves out like recently? <laughs> Not to get too like intimate or anything. <laughs> but like I've been noticing like, damn, what is wrong with my calves when you do that? I'm like, ah. But. Uh, dude, in the middle of the night, I just like woke up like screaming because my calves or, or my calf, rather my right calf. Like I still think about it. I'm like, I'm not whole. Like it just cramped. Like I've never been woke up from my sleep from a cramp like that, dude. I don't know if well, I was I a little dehydrated that. or what. Oh, I have. I hate it. Like, yeah, I started talking uh, to people, and more people were like, oh, no, dude, that happens all the time. I was like, what? Hell, I'm 54. It happens more often these days. <laughs> So, dude, you got to give us some of your background, Dan. So, you telling crazy war stories earlier. Uh, right. You did. You were on a radio disc jockey in the army slash photographer. Uh, I just, you know, uh, they used to have me on there as guests because I used to photograph a lot of dignitaries and stuff like that, and they would just ask me about exercises and kind of stuff. I was more like a co-host, but uh, did a little bit of broadcasting. Cool, cool. Yeah, so you were taking pictures the of the fights the other night. Like I thought that was uh, I thought that was who you were, but <laughs> I hadn't like I, we haven't been introduced until you came to the gym with Bryce today. So, oh, no. but I remember when we were walking out with our guys, I saw you, dude. Right, yeah, we were I, just like right there. I know. I remember your face. I looked at you and I says, "I think that was the guy I looked at at the fights." Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Man, this is fight pass has been weird the last several times. I tried. Okay, I got. It. I think I got. It. How long have you been doing photography? Oh gosh, uh, twenty over twenty something years. That's I started about ninety four. Yeah, that's when that's I when first I went to yeah. school. Yeah. What, what, what years <laughs> were you in the military? <clears throat> well, I started in the Navy from eighty eight to ninety two, and I'm a Persian Gulf War veteran from that. And uh, Hell yeah. Army, uh, Army. <laughs> Sorry. This is a badass fight, bro. This, this is, is not. This is actually fight. not going through to the oh, uh, audience. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. So okay, but uh, anyway, um, uh, I get my thought back. Uh, but anyway, I started. Uh, but uh, army and I, I went in the army active duty. Uh, I started in the uh, reserves, and then um, they sent me to the school, you know, for photography and TV and all that. I liked it so much, so I decided to go active duty. And uh, I, you know, did it the Army. Probably got about, oh, good God, well, 12, 12 years. And now, I don't know, 20-something years altogether. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you retired now? Uh, yeah, in, well. Inactive? Well, yeah, I'm inactive. You know, I, I did tour, and then I just didn't re-up. So. Yeah, yeah. Excellent, man. Well, uh, thanks for your service, obviously. Yeah, anytime. You know. 
This dude's style is just... Man, I did... Okay, so I got to see Justin Gagey versus Michael Johnson live in Vegas at the UFC. Oh, and it was like... They, they they set a record for like punches thrown in a round or something. Yeah. It was violent. Didn't Gagey... You said Gagey Mike, won. Michael, Michael Johnson? In, yeah, And he got second, dropped like twice in the yeah, first round. And it was just, crazy, yeah, and dude. and came back and just... The whole first round down, yeah. and the second round, he finally... Um, I want to say... Too, I think Michael Johnson like took all these crazy leg kicks or something too. Like couldn't yeah. stand up. Yeah. What'd you think of that Sean O'Malley fight the other day? Did you watch that? Mm-mm. Where he like he injured his foot and couldn't stand up, and then the guy like starts grappling him, and he could have just like stood up, up, and the fight would have yeah. been called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he went to the ground. I'll see if we can get that. That Sean O'Malley dude's crazy. I was looking at his Instagram afterwards, and he's just, like, smoking mad reefer, bro. Just, like, like it was literally, I was like, damn, bro. Like, you better not let the golden snitch see this. Did you get to see Jeff Nowitzki or anything when you were? Yeah. uh, Yeah, he came and talked to all of us and did a whole thing on what we can uh, not take and and shit like that, you know, because there's a lot of banned stuff. Dude, I know, well, man. Like you and could like, get something off the counter. It's a on GNC. Accident. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't, I don't take nothing. <laughs> I'll yeah. take ibuprofen. Dude, ibuprofen that's like, too. I mean, that was coming up in John Jones. I mean, just simple things. Like, I don't know if you watch the John Ooh, Jones uh, hearing. He has a great leg kick, dude. He or, does. Uh, just such a good rear leg kick. See, you had you'd kind of followed Gagey before uh, he went to the UFC, right? Yeah, I watched a lot of his. Uh, See, because Clayton is who I went to the UFC with, uh-huh. uh, who trains at your gym. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, he he's who told me about Gagey. I wasn't really charting. That was Gagey's first fight in the UFC, if I'm not mistaken. It's like yeah, a, it was. a much anticipated from, debut. Yeah, he came straight over. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I like his style, man. He he takes a lot of hits, but I mean, wow. shit. Bam! That was that. Uh, that was a nice little head kick. I thought that his hand was kind of mm. down. I think he. I think he won the first round of this, didn't he? Um, man, I remember. I, I like Robert and I watched it like aha, uh-huh. like we went and had breakfast. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like I remember watching it, and I remember thinking Alvarez beat his ass all three rounds. <laughs> but I don't know. Oh, I didn't know it went three rounds. Yeah, I went to decision right, or did or did Alvarez actually? I think Alvarez finished him, bro. Possibly, I, he, it was a uh, yeah. Him. You're 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 actually right because I think Gagey said the knockout's the, the greatest thing that ever happened to him or it, the loss. Yeah, I think it was a knee, man. I, yeah, his head was so low. He was throwing a bomb like an overhand right and ducked him. I don't know. I can't remember though. Man, I was really like I'm not a big Eddie Alvarez fan, honestly, but I was really impressed with how he strategizes fight and he that uppercut he lands. All throughout the fight. Yeah, yeah, he does. He just landed right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you gonna watch the fight tomorrow? For sure, dude. I'm I'm rooting for Ally Corner. Oh, I've sure. got to. You know, I think I I'm told at- you guys. I think I'm just gonna hold off on this and watch WrestleMania on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we'll get into that a little, uh, a little later on, I'm sure. That was a nasty leg kick. Did yeah. you know when your legs get closer together, when you get kicked, you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. He's looking for that uppercut there. Oh, yeah. See, that's – I like – and Triple G does this. I like getting to the side and throw – like, uh, did we do that today, throwing that uppercut under the arm? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pass that on to, like, everybody I know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just like – that's um, – I like throwing crosses over their arm from the angle and uppercuts under their arm. 
it's like uh something i like once i started boxing for boxing i picked up on a lot more you know it's your southpaw orthodox you slip outside their jab Yes. Yes, Lomachenko does that for days, bro. Have you seen his last two fights? Uh That Rigondo and Uh um, I forget who. uh, He fought a Hispanic guy before that. But, dude, Lomachenko, he finished both dudes on the stool. I think it was Mm -hmm. the fifth and the sixth. And one of the fights, he, like, patted the dude on the head in the corner. It's like, it's going to be over soon. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Didn't one dude quit? Yeah, both of them did. His last yeah. two fights, he's had like four. He had like four hundred amateur fights. Yeah, uh, two Olympic gold medals, and he's already yeah, busted I mean, gauge yeah. up. Uh, he's too small for uh, Triple G, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, he's like a a forty five or maybe even lighter than that, okay. like thirty seven. I can't remember. He's super light though. They're talking about this on Joe Rogan. You guys remember when Manny Pacquiao used to be like a tiny child? And then he like blew way up, like went up eight weight classes, eight weight classes. I didn't know that, bro. Yeah. Crazy. Some people, and then like all the boxing people are like, man, he found Jesus and that's why he started boxing differently and blah, blah, blah. This happened. And then everybody else is like, no, man, he got off steroids. (laughs) Oh, there that was again, dude. Snuck it up under his guard. Oh, wow. Yeah. He throws him to the body too. He'll just do the gauge yeah, dude, that double. And he'll man, I got a boxer that does that a lot. When people close in distance on him, he gets like an uppercut uh-huh. to the body and a lead hook. That's good. I, I like doing it off that slip jab. Just slip that jab. Yeah, you know, actually, ironically, Willie and I've seen Freddie Roach show this before, but he had like you get your hands up and lower this down and invite him to throw their cross and shoulder roll. Boom, boom. Come back with that. Like a shovel hook to the body, and yeah. then I lead like overhand hook or something. Yeah. See, like, do you see what he did the very last third round there? Something rolling. I missed it. It was like a jumping. What was that? Did he jump guard? Like a flying triangle? It was like a jump wheel kick. Okay, okay. It was cartwheel kick. So he like does something else in the second round, like something crazy. Mm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Just so you guys know, the audience can't hear the video, okay? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the, uh, that, see, I'm trying to get it set up on a loop to where, like, it's not a big deal if my audio audience hears the video, I don't think. I haven't heard or read anything about it being a big deal if I put it on iTunes. But if I put it on YouTube, those motherfuckers. Wow. Like, do, I mean, so you guys hear about the YouTube shooting the other day? At I, YouTube I headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Somebody at, at was YouTube. pissed about censorship and went Shit. up in there like what, shooting at people. What were they censoring? Um, th- well, this girl had a YouTube channel that apparently sucked and she said that they were demonetizing her videos and stuff. It's like, I don't make any money yet on YouTube. Uh, it takes like you have to do. Oh, she's mad because she wasn't getting paid. Yeah, yeah, you have to build oh. a following. I have to have 1,000 yeah. subscribers, 10,000 channel views, and 4,000 hours of listens. People have to listen to 4,000 hours in one year's time. <laughs> so wow. if I get 950 subscribers and it's been a year, it starts over. I got to get 1,000 in a year. Oh, but. Shit. You know, like, I'm not even focused on that stuff yet. It's part of, like, monetizing. But, like, my audio listenership's actually way higher because we're on Spotify and all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, 
and a whole bunch like they all submitted to these other places too mm-hmm. so it's kind of you know it's been kind of a on the audio, like when you Google us, we're on a lot of different players that I didn't really hmm. have anything to do with. Yeah, man, Gagey is, is, uh, I, I see. So I think that like maybe the McGregor fight was really good for Alvarez, just like the, Ooh, the yeah. Alvarez fights really good for Gagey. I'm excited to see Gagey come back because he's like, I've never been more motivated to be ah, better. Shit. You got the cramps, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, oh. Ooh. Ooh, he, he. Hey, hey. Oh. I'm good, though. <laughs> you, dude, hey, you want an ice pack? No, I'm good, bro. I got, you, I got, um, I got like one we can like, like go around your calf, like, like Velcro it on or something. It was the hammy that gave out. Uh, Ooh, poor wow. old fella. My <laughs> put your foot on the floor and gently kick. Uh huh. Like don't let it really extend. Put your foot on the floor for resistance and yeah. activate your quads. Okay. And that'll fix your quad. Oh, and that's called shit. reciprocal inhibition. And so flex the quads a little bit? Yeah, exactly. And that's because we work on a flexor system. So oh, basically wow. if your quad is activating, you activate your hamstring you know if your bottom of your mm-hmm. foot is cramping take your because it's like other the opposite foot. muscle yeah exactly yeah. and like it over it for resistance and extend your toes and that'll activate basically ah. it'll alleviate the bottom of your foot in theory it works quite often when i do it hell yeah i totally agree you know I'm that the day the day like that my calf cramped up like that I was actually focusing on sitting and like stretching being sure my toes are perfectly up and then like extending my legs out just from sitting on the mat and I I felt like that there was some correlation there you know like it's like I had like the fiber muscle fibers in my leg had like usually been like this and like mm-hmm. I made them kind of constrict the other way oh and I like that uh, yoga, oh. that, that wheel you got, too. That's good. Yeah, dude. I, I do love the yoga wheel. Um, I got I got a couple other little uh, tips and tricks I can show you for low. Dude, I was just telling somebody this morning that told me they had, I didn't even know they had scoliosis, but mm-hmm. um, I've had some That's low bad. back issues. Because, mm-hmm. uh, dude, I've been doing jiu-jitsu for, like, almost 11 and a half years. And um, I've had, like, a period of time where my low back was jerked. Mm-hmm. Just part of it, yeah, man. It but but I too, I learned a lot of exercises and things, and it's like I'm really not effective like negatively by. It. I mean, I'm talking. Yeah. There are times, and and it still comes and goes. Like I have like tweaks and injuries yeah. and flare ups. But dude, like it's a my back is way healthier than it was yeah. three years ago. I mean, it's gotten stronger than it's ever been. He man, he did work that knee. Mm-hmm. Alvarez starts going to the body. Yeah, uh, at 360, that they're not in my oh, boxer, Tim ah. dropped a guy with a uh, liver shot, just liver oh, quick. I Bam! Love, I love it, bro. That's the best. That is the best. Dude, one time Rudy just about damn near dropped me with a, <laughs> a body cross, just a straight right to the body. Straight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Damn, he is beating that ass. Oh, that was nasty. Yeah, Alvarez's leg is still still pretty jacked. Dude, something something funny slash cool you can do to people when they're like running away from you that you can't do in kickboxing or boxing is point at them. <laughs> so people have been doing yeah. that, and I think it's hilarious. Yeah. They're like, like, oh, yeah, look, you running away. <laughs> 
Yeah, Nate Diaz. Yeah, I know, right? I've seen a couple other people do it since. It's just like, hey, this dude, uh -huh. this dude won't fight me right now. <laughs> oh Ooh. man, he just keeps sneaking it in. Yeah, I know. Beautiful. I wonder if they studied Gagey's guard and were like, "Your uppercut's to. gonna fit perfectly between those that, arms." They had to. That's a that was a game plan. Hit him with that uppercut. Mm. And he's going to the body with it. That's my favorite right there when he throws that to oh. the body. Dude, that's like you don't see that in MMA a whole lot, like an uppercut to the body. But yeah. like, uh, I remember I had like this old Freddie Roach DVD, like a boxing DVD, where he taught like some combos and techniques, and he was showing uppercuts to the body. Mm-hmm. He's looking for that knee. Well, Superman sword. Oh. What the? What was that? Oh, oh my yeah. goodness! Ooh, oh, he said I can do stuff too. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh man, I. Oh. Oh my god. That was semi maybe illegal. <laughs> I loved it. That was my heart. <laughs> how could you? I don't see how he could have helped not flip through the cage like yeah. he did that. Yeah, he, he went and rolled, man. Yeah, he rolled and he rolled into oh, it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Look at this, Shit. dude. This is probably the best fight I've you ever seen. You ever been real cut up between rounds where we're like you had to have you had to have some work done? Mm -hmm. Dude, I like we should have worked on uh, my guy between the first and second more. I got like a newer guy. He just moved in for um, 360? Yeah, he oh, I have a guy What's that's um Damon Redmond. He fought and then we had a guy kickbox. Uh -huh. But um we have a newer guy helping coach, and I was like, hey, man, you go in the the ring and work the corner, and he had a cut right on his brow, and uh, we should have we should have done a little bit more for it mm -hmm. with the inswell and the Vaseline, mm -hmm. but I like, was I wasn't, above the eyebrow? it was like right on the side, so did right put, here. Uh, did y'all press it with that? <laughs> we did after the fight, because like, I would have, like, I don't go in, I didn't oh, go yeah. in, he went in, and oh, like, okay. I, he's never really worked a corner before, and they would only let one person in the ring. That I know of, I didn't really. Yeah, it's usually the norm for yeah. an amateur fight is one in, one out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's going on with that cheek? Oh, oh. Alvarez. Alvarez. Yeah, did you see it on the right side? It, it looks it's like you remember Mark Hominick's <laughs> head against Jose Alvarez. It looks <laughs> like that on his cheek, dude. <laughs> Oh, oh man, Alvarez! I think he has something on his forehead too. Not the not to the degree of uh, Hominick and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he has a bump on his head. Look out, man! They got a little jig in their step now. They're both Ooh. limping. Yeah, this is brutal. Wow, starting to bubble up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> man! I want to kind of do. Um, this series of the ultimate fighter i want to do like maybe even episode breakdowns on the podcast give me mm -hmm. something to because that like dude I, that's what yeah, we're doing okay, um it's like weekly um commentary on uh just like what's going on in mma and it's always something new to talk about because it's it's a freaking crazy circus it's, right yeah, now especially once it comes out it'll be way better to talk about oh it, i know, know man like i know it's just um the, before you were even on the Ultimate Fighter, I was like, "Who are people I want to have on this thing?" So I've been planning on doing a podcast Hell for over yeah. a year. Hell I made like a hundred guests, and you were definitely on that uh, that first preliminary Hell list. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like cool ass people that will take some time. Maybe this guy. Mm -hmm. So always, dude. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to come back, especially uh, <coughs> you know the 
training partner Jeremiah at Westside. Mm-hmm. His shoulder's jacked right now. Yeah, so that's Friday's what you're saying. What happened? He like tears AC joint or something? It throw. While, it was while I was gone in Vegas. So when I got back, is I, I don't really know. To be honest, probably got jumped in the street. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mean streets a little rock. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it either. One time I parked my uh, car down there at Westside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Dude, my buddy used to live oh, right over there by there in the Riverdale area, like these super nice apartments down over there. Uh-huh. But uh, what happened? Did you, you say you parked your car down there? Oh, dude, was just crackhead. You know, I thought yeah, I know, right there I around the river. Me. Yeah, he kept getting closer and closer. And I was just like, you know, but he, he fucked off. But <laughs> I thought it was, <laughs> uh-huh. was he's going to try to. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, I know so many people in Northwest Arkansas yeah. and Little Rock both talking about their cars getting broken, too. And Mine got, like, um, my car got stolen a couple months ago. Stolen? Yeah, and a friend of mine, Damn. I was at a photo shoot at the 360 Fight Club, um, and I think it was in eight, um, yeah, it was a little bit while ago, and um, uh, he was just driving up the street and just noticed my car was just kind of parked, jacked out into the street, and it was funny, he called me, because I, I put it all over Facebook, he goes, Daniel, my brother, I think I just found your car, and he waited oh, at the car with the police until... You know, somebody had got in the car. I guess they were passed out in the car. Uh, the car ran out of gas. Because <laughs> I didn't decide I didn't feel like putting gas in the car before I went to bed. That's good. It was Mr. Uh, so it ain't very smart. Thieves want to steal a car out was of gas. Was it like a crackhead, a homeless person? I, you know what? I think because I don't think that was the original person that took the car. I just do soup, not. Soup kitchens. Because, hell, you know what I mean? Car runs out of freaking gas. I mean, it's like because because they found cigarettes, cigars, and open pack all over the car, and oh, I know wow. it had to be more than one person. Have you guys up. seen that movie, The Other Guys? Yeah, where they <laughs> talk about like uh, Will Ferrell uh-huh. and um, oh, oh dude, he man, did finish his ass. Look at that oh, cheek, man. Oh, Look at that damn. cheek. Damn, man. Oh my god. Did Herb Dean ever ref any of your fights? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 A few. That's what he, I he saved my arm, too. I've got freaking arm barred. Uh, dude, I remember that. So, uh, so like, it, that's your own only amateur loss. But, dude, didn't you fight, like, a grown-ass man who was a black belt in jiu-jitsu? <laughs> like, a 28-year-old man or some shit, and you were, like, 19 yeah. or 18? Yeah, and trained under uh, Sean Hammonds. And, and dude, Sean Hammonds is no fuck around shit legit. on the ground. He's I've fuck, heard nothing. He's had, he's had multiple people come out of the gym that are just, you know, bad motherfuckers. You know, yeah. uh, uh, Luke Sanders, that's one. I think uh, there's another dude. He's like got blonde hair and he's from Tennessee. I wonder. Um, UFC fighter, see, Sean Hammonds in Nashville, right? I think so. I, I wonder if he's still Team Lloyd Irvin. That was who his jiu-jitsu guy was uh, originally. Lloyd Irvin? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You, you ever heard about that, dude? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, I'm just saying, bro, look into it. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know? But uh, so he was like, um, he when he was like maybe your age or something, he got put on trial for gang rape. Damn. Yeah, and like he got off, but like everybody else like went to jail. But he's like, his, he got off because he's like, Oh, I couldn't give it. I couldn't get my dick hard. That was like Man. basically what he was saying in the. Uh, and Man. it, but uh, it worked. 
You, you know, he should have had some of those John Jones dick pills, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, like, this dude went on to be a freaking force. He's Keenan Cornelius' original coach. I don't know if so you know who that is. Uh, yeah, Lloyd Irvin ended up starting a gym, becoming this big jiu-jitsu black belt. Like, I want to say he's, like, maybe told some people and probably true that one of the first people in jiu-jitsu to make a million dollars oh, wow. but he made all, he like what you're talking about sean hammond's making these notable ufc people here tap it on the bottom see if it'll turn on it might be dead think, i cannot think of that but i think that i don't think that um i don't think sean hammond's is under that guy anymore because oh. keenan cornelius left went to andre heard, galvez that I've dude's heard, good matter of fact um I, I saw you doing some knee bars um and your leg lock game is uh i probably got it from his video because i watched dude he does have a really YouTube. good video it's on knee back, bars from the, my jiu-jitsu yeah, uh that back step from half guard yeah dude you were killing it on that like, there's a knee bar there but i'm mm-hmm. scared to always go for it to come dude i went for that same knee bar on you and uh like when i pulled your other leg under but still i couldn't do anything with it uh, you disaffected that top leg yeah i tried to tuck that leg under john got me with the, Dude, with John's hook. leg locks are on he, point. He he went for that knee like he's going for that knee bar, and then we started getting a tangle, and he got me a like cloverleaf position. Yeah, bro. It yeah, was, it was a fight. Yeah, that dude's a savage, man. <laughs> so you're brown belt now, yeah? Yeah. Is that correct? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, how long? How long have you been brown belt? A couple years, more yeah, or I'd less? I, probably it, over a year. Yeah. Something like that. Right on, dude. You're black. I just got promoted yeah. like three weeks ago. Yeah. Congrats, you're, my Thanks, bro, bro. You're, you're not too far behind, I'm sure. No, oh, dude, I'm, I, I really am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get to, I got to do some of those chokes. Yeah, it's the geek chokes. Right? Yeah, dude, that's why I think like I so uh, that, one know? of the only times that, that uh, I've caught, that I can remember I caught you in the last few years is probably with a geek choke. I remember yeah, like I got sure, a bow and arrow like <laughs> Willie taught me from my calf guard or something. And it was just like, like it didn't even matter to me because I'm like, fuck, man, Bryce is like, <laughs> you know, not. Hey, that shit counts, man. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but, man, I, I like to anymore. I hate like a gi reliant game, you know. I like to balance the two as much as I can. You know what? I don't mind the uh, the gi pants and half guard. And uh, Eddie Bravo's big on that. Like, yeah. It, it does give you more friction. That's you can true. tie it in, in that deep path and shit like that where you're tying up their legs. The gi pants help. A lot of people say because of that same friction that heel hooks shouldn't be legal in the gi. Mm. I think they should, dude. You, you start, like, yeah. it didn't used to be this way, but you start hanging around my gym, you're going to, like, get put in a heel hook by a white belt yeah. in the gi. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> that is, like, that is, like, a blasphemy in the jiu-jitsu community. Yeah, right. Like, it's so weird. We it's had so a guy weird. come in from, like, the Conway gym. And uh, he's rolling, and like one of my white belt, this dude's like a four tip blue belt. One of my white belts like throws him in a heel hook, like a legit heel hook. And um, like, cause he's trying to ankle up my guy, and my guy's like, I'm gonna heel hook you, dog. We're playing <laughs> legs now, and he doesn't know any different. But this guy at his school, they don't do like a ton of heel hooks, or maybe yeah. even any, and they don't do any in the gi. Mm-hmm. So like after the match, he was like, was was that a heel hook? <laughs> Were you trying to do a hill? You, you know, those are illegal. Like, it was kind of one of yeah. those, and I was like, oh, yeah, that stuff's totally legal around here, bro. Yeah. For you real. know what I've been doing to people is, like, this full on. I did somebody today when I was rolling the full on, like, rape the choke. Rape choke, yeah. Yeah, it's for lack of a better descriptive term. <laughs> I, I hope that's not insensitive. <laughs> it is, dude. It is. <laughs> hey, that's what Willie does. 
Oh my God! Yeah, he does. Well, see, so you can do this and hit, right? That's legal pro and amateur. It's more like you can. Yeah, you got to splay. You can't. Yeah, that's why he does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but man, I think like um, in Mount, for example, I've been into people in Mount, yeah. and I started doing it to people when they break. Like if they pull me down and guard, I just go. F yeah. Huh. Because like that's like a, I guess would be considered like a uh, like an intentional foul that uh, if you did over and over again, they might dock a point from you eventually on like the third time. Oh yeah. But uh, dude, I think for like. I think it's a pretty raw technique. I like doing to people. Yeah, I like yeah. choking Especially that neck fight. with my... Especially a real fight, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. And, man, I love sport fighting, too. You know, we were talking Muay Thai rules <laughs> and shit today. But, I, dude, I, I'm always thinking about ripping your ear off and shit maybe on the side. <laughs> Mike Tyson, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw that fight live, too. <laughs> so, okay. You saw the one where you ripped... Yeah. Yes, I did. The, um, yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. Anybody else need any water? Anything? I'm good. Thanks. I'm going to get myself another one, too. Oh, uh, oh we're not rolling? I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, hey, no, we can, I, like, if Sugary's going to head down. Oh, hey, you got, is there any? No. Oh, are they in the fridge? So, what'd you get back two weeks ago? How long ago was it? It's on the first. Yeah, so it was, it was about a month. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. First, yeah, yeah, March 1st. Mm -hmm. Okay. Word. Um, so, can you talk about this? Uh, like, what? You went to tryouts. Can you talk about the tryouts? Yeah, I can talk about the tryouts. So, I've, I've, heard, I've heard different stories from tryouts. We've had, I think, Nate. Nate Murdoch, he went. He's been on the podcast. Um, I think Nate went out to uh, to tryouts. Uh, what what was, was it? Oh man, this would have been like it's back in the day, huh? Yeah, this would have been like seven or eight or something like that. Oh yeah, shit. dude, I'm talking. So, dude, check this out. If I'm not mistaken, what season was it that Tony Ferguson came out of? Wasn't that like season ten? 
I can't remember. I think it was season 10. And possibly, see, but like, think, think of how many people have come out of the Ultimate Fighter, bro. Brendan Schwab. Yeah. That, like, I like I'm bringing him up because, like, you're making your career in MMA, but that dude after MMA is super successful. He has a podcast. He's got a show on Showtime now. I want to see his comedy. I want, I want dude, to me too, back. and you can't I, find I, it anywhere. I've never seen it. Man. Yeah, apparently. So, like, did you, uh, did you, do you listen to Fighter and the Kid any at all? I've seen a couple of them. I think okay. I watched Chuck Liddell on there. There's a <laughs> clip of Joey Diaz like uh-huh. talking to Brennan Schwab about his comedy, and he's like, "I was, I was so, you know, I was upset <laughs> that you were gonna be a, a stand-up comic. I thought that, you know, you just try and do our thing." And he was like being super judgmental, and he's like, <laughs> he went in there and he said he saw him like because he told a story, and dude, Joey Diaz can tell a fucking story. You oh know? yeah, for sure. And. um He's like, but Joey Diaz, like, about, like, dude, I about, like, cried watching the episode. They're about (laughs) crying. And it's just like, he's like, no, man, you just, you did so good up there. You know, he's just, like, (laughs) telling him how, like, how good he did it, telling a story. And, dude, that's, like, coming from Joey Diaz. I mean, in my my opinion, Joey Diaz is one of the greatest, if not the greatest storyteller I've ever heard. I've never got super deep into Carlin or... um, we like were talking it. about Richard Pryor like a little Pryor. bit. Oh, I like yeah. Pryor too. Yeah. Dude, have you guys heard that crazy story about Richard Pryor and uh-uh. setting himself on fire? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. He's making, uh, making, I think, me- not meth. It was. Uh, I think it was cocaine, <laughs> cocaine or crack yeah. or yeah. something. He's probably yeah. making crack. Yeah. Dude, oh, that's highly explosive. <laughs> oh, it <laughs> <laughs> will go boom. I wonder. <laughs> I bet he like apparently. I don't know if it was like a. Like he was super, I guess he had been up for days or something. It was super, um, super sort of sketched out or something. I don't know if it was super, uh, like, but yeah, he's like set that himself Richard, on fire Richard and like Pro. ran down the road, like on fire, <laughs> like out, like I want to say it's on like Sunset Boulevard or something crazy, like uh, in Hollywood. But he, he used to go to the comedy store where like Joey did, like where uh, Brendan Schwab did his stand up. Oh, so shit. yeah. Yeah, that's where, like, Joe Rogan is just talking about being banned from there for seven years. Damn. For calling Carlos Mencia a, a plagiarist. Well, if he is, and it's the truth. It's, uh, it's well, he's been room. outed for it multiple times. Yeah, now. I believe it. You know, Rogan's a reputable source. You yeah. Know? If he says that he's doing that shit, I believe it. <laughs> well, so uh, so break it down about tryouts. What was, uh, how'd you get the call and everything? Uh, I think I was just on Facebook, and I got a message from... Uh, Gary DeFranco, he's a matchmaker. Uh, or, uh, what's the word? I don't know. When I hear it, it's a co co executive producer. Damn so, official so. title. Yeah, he, he's legit. And uh, he messaged me, and then I looked at his profile. I was like, oh, it looks like a real dude. You know, I didn't thought at first, you know, this could be some fake profile or something. And then that happens like every day. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna lie. And there's always like two of my friends that fell for that shit. And it's like your mutual friends, uh, Bryce yep. and Robert. <laughs> and I'm like, how did they fall for this? Look at this profile picture. Look at this work history. Anyway, oh, shit. Yeah, that's me. Bro. That's dude. That's cool. You know, that's the world we live in, man. You're going to get job opportunities on Facebook. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, so they're just like, hey, trouts are coming. Come out. And you did. Yeah. And uh, Dan went with me. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Badass. Did you drive, fly? Uh, fly. We flew. Yeah. Word. We flew. And uh, it's my first time in <coughs> Vegas. We went downtown. 
<laughs> Where'd y'all stay? Oh, dude, it's crazy downtown. It's just wild. Oh, uh, dude, I've been like six times. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is wild, man. I stay at the Bunch Venetian. I stay at the Stratosphere. <laughs> oh, dude, it's like people passing out drunk on the street. It's yeah. wild. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know Las Vegas well. I used to go twice a year. My aunt and uncle used to live there. Hell. Yeah. Good time. I, I taught Bryce Mitchell my bad habits, you know, the video <laughs> poker machine. Do you guys go to In N Out Burger while you're there? I don't think we did. Didn't get to we went spot. to that downtown. What's that? Uh, Prime Tony, River. We went to Tony Ramos uh, yeah, downtown. The Prime oh, yeah. Prime River for eight ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best That's prime rib in the world. I, <laughs> I promised you. <laughs> yeah. A little Western good. cuisine, you know. I'm, I've lived in Idaho for 12 years, so, you know. There is a lot of good food down on the Strip, man. Uh, oh. Cora and I ate at this place where, like, Stitch and Dana White eat a lot mm -hmm. um, called Delmonico Steakhouse. Yeah. Damn, that's, like, the best steak ever. Hell, yeah. Asparagus. Hell Make yeah. your pee smell bad, like, five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... So you go, you're in Vegas. Uh, where were the tryouts at? Like, the Performance Institute? Is it like, a warehouse? Uh... Palestation Hotel. Palestation Hotel, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah. stayed there and, and yeah. tried out there in the morning. Yeah. They have you like in one of those big uh, conference room, meeting hall type deals or something. Mm -hmm. Like carpet on the floor and shit. Yeah, it's carpet. They roll, they pull out mats for the tryouts and you grab them for two minutes. And then you did probably like a minute or two of pad work. You know, and it was with just, some random ass pad holder you some, ain't never yeah, held for. Yeah, and mine was actually really good. He's uh, this dude from uh, Houston. He's really good. He got my number. So, and he's a uh, Mark Delarosa's pad holder. Mark Delarosa just got signed. He was at the tryouts, right? And he was trying out for 145. He's a 125er. <laughs> you know? oh, just <laughs> trying to make it work, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll drop. Then, I'll uh, drop weight after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically what he's thinking, and. Uh, he tried out, but they didn't take him on the tryouts. Obviously, he didn't make it on the show. But how signed. many? How many people tried out? I'd say a hundred. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah, we. I mean, yeah, I've heard it's always a high number, man. Yeah. Um. Well, so that's uh. So, and how many people in the house? Sixteen or something? Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen. Sixteen people in the house. That's uh, that's pretty uh, pretty good odds for getting noticed, man. How many people are, like are you going in front of a table like you by yourself and like there are they were like someone watching you? I mean, oh, is, it, is everybody going all at once for the grappling? Yeah, or any um, of it for the grappling? It was uh, one group at a time. So that's it was good. One on one, everybody in the room watching. Like you're trying to just tap this motherfucker out. You know? Like, Did you tap your dude? I did, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're 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 going, you know, as hard as you can. But if if you stand up, you just have to go back down. But there was one one group of people that stood up and just kept going and going about wearing each other off the mat, you know, <laughs> trying to do a takedown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you feel like you destroyed this dude's dreams when you tapped him out, or were you like fuck him? I want it more. Nah, dude, it was fucking. Uh, it was it was crazy because. Uh, the dude I actually know him real well now. He's on a sh I was on a show with him and uh, he got picked too. Yeah, you he tapped him and he got he, picked. Yeah, dude, he's bad. I remember like when good. I got my purple belt. <laughs> I, I like um, I had like a like a bad round, but like I remember I tapped a guy like three times <laughs> and I was like hell yeah. hell yeah. And then they gave him a purple belt too, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I was just like, okay, well I guess I could have done had more worse rounds and it not affected because I yeah. tapped that dude like three times. But 
Um, uh, so how was how did the striking go down? Was like um, yeah, the random dude uh, holds pads for you, and just one group at a time there too. Uh, probably about four to five people on the mat at once, and you're just trying not to hit other people and <laughs> shit like that. What kind of I mean, what kind of combos was dude calling for you? I mean, what y'all do? You have any uh, memory a of lot it? of a lot of tie. Uh, we were setting up punches with kicks, and uh, he was actually at the end throw, holding, like, spinning shit for me because he was, he was like, you know, do fancy shit. Can you do spin kicks? I was like, yeah, I do spin kick. And so he was holding for me. Like, we had practiced before I got called because I was, like, looking around everywhere. Like, who's going to hold pads for me? There's this dude, but he looked real good. He was a uh, white dude who was bald. He had his mustache, and he was just – he looked like a Dutch-style kickbox holder. I was like – thinking about asking him but dude then, I, I talk about dutch style all the time i love bro. it bro. me too <laughs> and that dude was doing everybody that was hitting for him was ripping body shots and i was like yeah okay you know i had my eye on him then this uh this black dude uh mark de la rosa's coach come up to me and volunteered it and i was like hell yeah this is meant to be you know and i mean we flowed like real well he was uh encourage me to do crazy shit you know because some pad holders like you know don't we're gonna keep it simple he said bro you got anything crazy you know now's the time he, he said do that shit yeah no <laughs> dude so i was um, doing spin kicks just throwing them throwing them and it was awesome <clears throat> yeah that's um so that's good so you uh so those people were like a little just more encouraging you like being your own martial artist kind of doing your own mm -hmm. flair and just letting all hang out there at the trials did you get to watch too dan were you at, did you get to be in the room while this part was going on? Uh, not when the sparring run, but they let me right outside, you know, mm -hmm. right out, you know, where they they were just kind of the holding room area. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I came out and tell, told you how I did. Oh, yeah, Every yeah. round, I was like, okay, I did good, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know, at first Shit. you couldn't, and you said, and I was like, Shh, you give it away, and I said, I got to go downstairs and get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had to leave. You got all excited. Oh, I did. <laughs> you know he it. was fucking pumped up, man. Oh, Dude, God. Uh, Dude I the mean, whole time I was there, I was, you know. I was super happy for you when I heard that you got to, when you got to, on the show, man. That's uh, dude, this, thank you. Man. Like thank I said, you, long man. time coming, dog. Like, like I, people like you that I've, I've when I started in sport, man, I instantly was submerged in a good gym. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't get that. You know, man, that's why. Like I, don't. I don't know if you remember, man, but a lot of those early times when I came, I didn't even have students to bring with me. We had 250 people at the gym now, yeah, kids wow. and all. And I mean, a nonprofit free boxing, yeah. all everything we do, jujitsu. Yeah. But, uh, at that time, man, I was just getting my start. And like, I didn't like, I knew Caleb, Caleb's my coach from Ferno. It was mm -hmm. like Nate and all those guys. So that was kind of who I was connected to, but they went to Northwest Arkansas. So I was just like kind of, yeah, Bentonville, Bentonville okay. uh, Fayetteville, Springdale, and Bentonville. They have three three locations oh, now. Shit. Nate runs the Fayetteville spot. So I'm nice. teaching a seminar up there in a couple of weeks for uh, like a little, uh, there's all these kids going to Robotics Worlds. Yeah, what's that? Dude, dude kids like build robot, like battle bots and oh, shit now, nice, dude. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, what? Well, yeah, battle I'm jealous, man. Battle bot, Super jealous. I don't even know What's BattleBox? BattleBox like a robot with like a saw that saws other robots right, and hammers on them oh, and shit. Oh, oh, we had those little bot little things in the boxing ring. We beat each other up. Rock em, that sock too. Em. <laughs> sock em, no, not yeah. sock em boppers, but yeah. Rock em, sock em. They even made a movie with, I think, like Hugh Jackman where they're like the 
the boxing robots. I don't oh. remember. I didn't really watch it. But, oh, with the with the uh, he like you yeah, like control them. Yeah. Oh yeah, crazy God, I love that. that. I love them, Dan. Oh God, I used to love that. that <laughs> I used to beat my brother up. That button, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> uh, I've been. I watched a bunch of old ass commercials uh, the other day, like uh, Crisscross Crash. You guys remember mm-hmm. that? Crisscross Crash. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. Good times. That's way back then. <laughs> yeah, I remember wanting one of those so bad. It's like all the cars going on the tracks, and like you think they're gonna hit, and sometimes they do. Oh, it's a figure eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. One. I love that one. Um. So, what did you do after you did grappling rounds? You did pad work. What happened after that? And they interviewed you, and you just answered questions, and they pretty much have a smart ass tone to you, like on purpose and you can tell they're doing it on purpose they're just being kind of dicks you know they're like why should we pick you yeah they they said something to me they said uh you know i can't remember it pissed me off it did (laughs) and you know it it, they're trying to (laughs) i can't remember what he said he said oh you think you're a real fighter or something something along the lines of that you know i was like yep you know, you got nine fights. That's what I do. You know, it's just trying to be real calm. But I don't know. I didn't. It's something along the lines of that. I can't really remember it. Man, isn't it crazy that um, I know you probably have to deal with this on some level already. Uh, and it's probably I, I see like the highest level fighters comment on it uh, that have to deal with it the most. But like the media scrums and stuff like that. That's, that's kind of like a byproduct. Like. Probably why they're trolling you right there is seeing yeah. if you can handle no, that's exactly like being on the mic doing. like we are right now, yeah. even though this is a way cooler way yeah. to do it than <laughs> just like being that's there exactly with like. What it is. You know, I heard a story about a, a dude because they're trying to piss you off, and he got pissed off, and he, uh, he's dude was making fun of his hat when he came in. Dude came in with a hat or something. He started talking shit about his hat. He just fucking flipped the table. He said, "You talking shit about my hat?" They picked him to go on the show. yes oh my gosh that's so good dude yeah it's crazy (laughs) yeah so uh what kind of questions asked you uh other than are you a fighter (laughs) you you think you're a real fighter yeah (laughs) Yeah. they were obsessed with squirrel jerky they kept asking me about squirrels they said you kill squirrels and eat them i was like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like i jerky them up you know they just couldn't get over it so i just (laughs) You know, I, I, I brought some too to the. I was like, "You want some?" You know, <laughs> I that's, brought some. That's too good, dude. Too I, good. I took the video of him uh, of stripping the uh, that bobcat. You know, skinning that. I turned that into a good uh, leather. Now it's like it's real pliable. You cool. put it as like a headpiece or something. I want to do like a like it's a hood. You know, that folds over. Oh. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's pliable too. I, I had yeah, to work soft. with. Yeah, I had to work with it for uh, probably a good couple oh, hours. Oh yeah, you know, I'm just sure. stretching it, stretching it, stretching it. It's good though. My uh, <laughs> my dad just got um, is a bobcat uh, taxidermied, and he he oh. last year killed an albino squirrel. And he like set up like a little scene of like the squirrel like on like a like a little stump and like the uh-huh. the bobcat like swatting <laughs> at the squirrel's back like one face another yeah. way. I was like, damn, dad, that's wild. That's over the top. Dude, the craziest thing I've ever seen uh, out in the woods is uh, an albino lizard. It's crazy. Thing. That's wild. Yeah, I bet you could yeah. spot that right away. I wonder if it was. Yeah. Um, 
That's weird. It, yeah, hmm. I was it yeah. was in Cabot. It's back when I lived in Cabot, and uh, I mean, I might have had my BB gun or something, but I didn't really. I definitely didn't have a real gun. I might have had a BB gun, but I didn't shoot at it. I know that. I was just like looking at it. I was in shock. Like it's a fucking albino lizard. But then I thought about it. You know, looking looking back at it, that's probably somebody's pet. They just released it. It's yeah, that is a good point. Eating squirrels and raccoons, and you know, just living out there and. Doesn't have any competition. It's just like a <laughs> natural predator out there. Dude, know? we went to um, uh, not Cancun, but just down the coast from Cancun uh, last year, and there were all these iguanas on the beach, dude. Like living in the rocks. I'm talking like everywhere, like dinosaur style. <laughs> I mean, if you believe in that kind of thing. Oh, I, I'm a believer. <laughs> dude, uh, that's like uh, Eddie Bravo the other day. It's on Joe Rogan or tinfoil hat. No, he doesn't, dude. <gasps> Don't make me break down the history for you. Uh, no. But he, what he, he here's what he said. He goes, dinosaurs are for kids. No. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, but he goes into the history, dude. Wow. He's like, uh, and it is kind of daunting. Like yeah. the first uh, dinosaur uh, like discoveries were in the 1850s. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That'll make you suspect right there. All right. Should have yeah. been, been earlier. no complete skeletons have ever been found. Hmm. No complete skeletons? No. Yes. Really? Wow. That's fucking wild. The first renderings that were made by these two scientists or whatever they were, mm-hmm. uh, anthropologists, which I guess there was no anthropology then, maybe 1850s, but they were like, they found like some teeth. Oh. And they're like, this is the Brontosaurus or whatever. Yeah. They just like drew it up oh, based off of some teeth or some footprints. So like a lot of your earlier dinosaurs yeah. were made up that way. Huh. And in the museums, all the bones are casts. Oh. So that's why there's all these conspiracies that they may be fake because there's no complete skeletons on displays in any museums. You know, yeah. Well, you know what, though? How do you explain Dino? Shit. You know, Fred Flintstone's, you know, I pet. Yes, I do know. <laughs> <Just> Freemasons, <laughs> that's how. Yeah. They kept the secrets. If dinosaurs are fake, dude, I've been fooled. Yeah, dinosaurs that's are crazy. kids. All those Turok games, too. You ever played Turok? Dude, Turok was badass, <laughs> bro. Yes. I love Turok. Yeah, well, um, you know, but, too, like, my theories on it are, like, I do believe that maybe, uh, well, not maybe, but I do believe prehistoric versions of, like, animals that we see, like, um, like for example, like a woolly mammoth or a saber-toothed tiger. Uh-huh. Like, I believe in that yeah, stuff yeah, all sure. day long yeah, because we sure. found, like, they found fields of woolly mammoths. And oil pockets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tar pits are also yeah. fascinating. There's been some things found in tar pits that uh, have been preserved. Uh-huh. But, uh, too, like, so, like, these, you know, like, bones that are tens of thousands of years old or, like, I mean, have you ever found petrified wood? Uh, yeah, well, in Arizona, petrified forest. Yes. I mean, and, you know, uh, my dad said, oh, it's nothing but a bunch of rocks, but I re- actually read about it, and I'm like, well, what's in those rocks? I mean, is what really makes it cool. Yeah. It doesn't have to look pretty, but it's just what was there at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fascinated by it. I'm not mm-hmm. a geologist, uh, but I do like there's been a guy, um, Randall Carlson. Oh, it, I, lo- it, I love Oh, dog. Mm. Graham Hancock. <laughs> yes. Yeah, That's I, a me too. Right a what's cr- what's crazy is like now Graham Hancock's history is actually starting to be accepted. Where um, that guy kind of went wrong, in my opinion, is he wrote this crazy um book and it was kind of a fiction book anyway uh-huh. about like there being like life on mars or something i forget the actual name but he was talking was about at one point. he has all these theories of the civilization that existed on mars uh-huh. and 
He wrote about it, and I think that's why, like, he gets kind of. But like, man, his dives and stuff that he's done. Now that's that's crazy because uh, he did dives at uh, Yona Gooney. Yeah, you, know, you got anything get... to say about Graham Hancock, bro, bro? Bro, he if Graham Hancock. Yeah, he's he's. Legit. I watched all his on Joe Rogan. Anytime like Rhonda Patrick or Graham Hancock, you ever watch Rhonda Patrick, Doctor Rhonda Patrick on I Joe? So. Is she a psychologist? She. She's a medical doctor, and she's like all about like she knows I'm all pretty, this I'm stuff about sure like what makes your fart stink and stuff. <laughs> like that, they, they, that was a whole episode. They talked <laughs> about that for like twenty minutes. I was just like, damn, I am just learning. <laughs> but she, like that, she talks about coffee and tannins of coffee, intermittent fasting, ketogenic dieting, uh, like stuff that makes coffee bitter. Uh-huh. So those are poisonous, ain't they? Um, they're acorns too. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know. Um, I didn't know they was in coffee. Everything though. I can't really recall what what all she was saying about, it, but I remember her going off on a thing, and that's uh-huh. how I found out what they were. I was yeah. like, <laughs> she's like, hey, that's what makes coffee, coffee bitter, bitter yeah. and they were saying you can't really get it out of the coffee. You can't absorb it from the coffee. I don't know. I guess like there's gonna, it's gonna have trace amounts. Huh, I never really thought about that. Mm, you can't remove it yet. Mm. Oh, it's just trace amounts. Gotcha. See, acorns, they, that's what makes them poisonous is the tannins, huh. if you eat enough of them. So uh, if you can t- if you can get into this, so like when Nowitzki is talking to y'all, um, the golden snitch, and if, <laughs> if you even think you're not supposed to talk about this, I mean, how much time did he spend talking about, like, shit that you would buy in GNC and not oh, doing that right. stuff versus, like, um, scheduled drugs like, uh, uh, C- you know, uh, cannabis or CBD or anything like that. Like, cause it seems like it's like, Hey, don't do these things. It could be perceived as performance enhancing drugs yeah. way more than like, Hey, don't be smoking weed and stuff. It's like, seems like all the, in, I'm not saying they're not, not talking about that, but was it like there were some proportionation there between? Yeah. Well, uh, the CBD they're they're on board with. They were supplying us with CBD cream, and they that's good. Yeah, they wouldn't let us do it orally and smoke it, probably just because it looks like we're smoking smoke weed, you know, vaping it and stuff on the show. So, you know, I guess they didn't want that, but they they gave a CBD rub and uh, all all sorts of stuff. So they're on board with that. Uh, THC, I don't know. I don't really know the status of it. I know that Fight Week you can't have it. So Fight Week. You know, none of that, uh, coke, crack, all that other stuff. <laughs> so that, so they go into all that too. I mean, yeah, yeah. And, uh, man, I love that when, uh, Vitsky was on Joe Rogan and anytime I've, I've I watched, watched a, a lot of interviews that, that he's done. Did you guys watch that show, uh, documentary on Netflix, Icarus? It's about doping in the Olympics and a Russian, um, state funded doping program. It's why Russia's not in the uh, Olympics right now. Really? So this is this current. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah do you have Netflix? Yeah. Icarus, bro. Uh, <laughs> I give you my. I can give you my login. My you man. make an account, bro. <laughs> um, my buddy Colby made an account on there, uh, and it's like so when I log in, I see his funny ass account name. It's like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that they just do. They just put a pretty cool, uh, the notorious that Conor McGregor documentary on there. Oh, on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Starting to get more stuff that. like that. Comedy specials, Steve Vaughn uh-huh. and shit. I heard Joe Rogan's got a good comedy 
comedy. Dude, on he there. does. He's got a. Um, he might even have two specials on uh-huh. there now, but he's at least got one. I heard he had a new one because when I was on the show, everybody was talking about just like it just came out before the show. They watched it and everybody was talking about it. Like when other last time there. I was in Vegas, the guy that owns Patron, like uh, the tequila, the alcohol, yeah. yeah, John Paul DeGioia, he was there. And the theater we were listening to him and Joe Rogan did uh, did a show in the next night. Mm-hmm. And that was when we were at the UFC. And I was like, man, if we weren't going to the UFC, I would be trying to go to the show. I like it. I would I would pay a few hundred bucks to go to the yeah. show. But, um, yeah, I would love to see one of Joe Rogan's stand-up, like, live. Yeah. Like, uh, we may, we may go do that. Uh, he just hadn't come anywhere close. I think like he's probably Houston. He's definitely on Nashville. Has he done Nashville? It's about eight hours from from where we're at. Yeah. We went and saw Nashville. I uh, went and saw a concert in Nashville this year. It was super fun. You, have you been up there very much? I've been through it. Uh, actually, when I drove to New York, I went through it. I you did. Who all did you train with up there? I actually trained with Ally Quinta, who got this Khabib fight, and uh, I'm I'm really pumped about that. Yeah. <laughs> on Saturday, that's that's gonna be crazy. Hell yeah, bro. Um, so did you go to Henzo Gracie when you trained up there? Henzo Gracie's Academy? No, I went to Matt Serres though. I think he's under He's under Henzo, yeah. Right. So I went to so Matt you got a uh, Chris Wyman. When I went uh yeah, yeah, that's that's the main gym that I trained at like consistently every day. And uh Law, Law, yeah. Uh Longo and Weidman. Mm-hmm. That's what Law stands for. And uh I would train there every day and then like one day, I took a train into the city. This is expensive to get a train into the city, and then you got to pay your 20, 30, 40 bucks, whatever it is. To, I think it's something like 40 bucks or something to train at uh, Marcelo's. Yeah, I mean, you rolled worth, with Marcelo, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, he tapped me out, bro. It was worth every penny. Like, it was, <laughs> we battled, man, and uh, it, it was awesome. You said, okay, so I'm going to throw this up. Um, damn, I left my phone in the other room. I can't do it. Uh, okay, you need to go watch this uh, in your free time. There's a video out there of Johnny Hendricks uh-huh. grappling Marcelo Garcia and owning his ass. Johnny Hendricks? Yeah, with oh. like sick ass wrestling. Like oh, Marcelo's okay. trying to stand up with him, and oh, like Johnny fair. Johnny wrecks him, man. Yeah, that's. But bad. this is this is pre Usada Johnny. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, dude. Was it just straight le- were they engaging on the ground? A little bit, but man, like um, he was always getting the upper hand because he was getting the takedown. Right, he's on top. Mm-hmm. He's on top the whole time. Yeah, he probably couldn't sub him though. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, oh man, I've seen Marcelo tap some of his high level black belts on like his. I used to have a login to Marcelo's channel. Uh-huh. He's tapped to his high-level butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. I've seen him tap before. Um, Robert, do you know who Robert Drysdale is? Uh-uh. He's fought in MMA, but he got popped for PEDs. Uh, and he he was had a, a somewhat of an upcoming career. Dana White used to sponsor him in all of his jiu-jitsu tournaments. Uh, okay. But I, I don't think he – I don't know if he fought in Bellator or where, one FC or something. Uh-huh. But he kind of – he got out of MMA. He was doing it, and he was doing well as far as I know. But – He's sort of a big name in the jiu-jitsu. He's a more world champion. He submitted Marcel in 80cc, I think it was. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's wild, man. That's the next level. I know, man, because when I got on to Marcelo, I was like, I want to go find the people that tapped this dude in competition. And there's not a whole lot of them. Dude, Marcelo once choked this dude named Shaolin with like a no-hook rear naked choke in 2004. That's uh-huh. like legendary, legend status. So was it a... He had it like this. 
Um, like a bully choke? No, it was it was like a rear naked style, uh, like just how it lined up, but just he didn't have his hooks. Like they were on the ground. He just like set it in. Sometimes I get a sweep, like a reversal from underside where I roll them over and like they, they kind of try to turtle. But like you just have a perfect rear naked choke on them, so you don't have to, mm-hmm. you don't have to mess around with your hooks. That reminds me of, uh, you know, Jeff Glover. Oh yeah, he's got that. Have you seen on? I think he's got a video on it now. Seven year old choke with the. No, I hadn't he, seen that. He has your back, and so your arms are here. You know, whatever they're doing, he throws both his legs over both your arms. Oh, okay. Time, and he cups his hands. And just pulls up on your throat. Damn. You can't get your arms out because both his legs are over it. That's funny, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. Jeff Glover, man. Like uh, I was drilling, like uh, I was trying to get some of my Darces in on you when we were rolling yeah. uh, to no avail. But uh, I drilled, I drilled like uh, we did a little Dar set from like someone's kind of like you're sitting there in, in front of you and you uh-huh. arm drag them to a Darce. Right, right. Uh, and then they're trying That's to pass nice, your guard, yeah. and we did a door that way, and then your underside mount, we did a door that way. But, um, now that's a sneaky way right there, isn't it? The underside side, mount doors, yeah, yeah. yeah is it we you get the underhook? And kind yeah, of that like, inside underhook, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. I like that one, bro. Yeah, good times, good times. Yeah, dude, I could talk techniques for days. <laughs> I know, I, like, I'm man. sitting here thinking of diff- different te- different side mount escapes dealing with that. But uh, De- Jeff Glover has the sickest stars chokes. Oh yeah, for sure. He's got a he's got good uh, guillotines too, real good guillotines. And the thing that I noticed from him is he doesn't force his guillotines. All of it is in his setup. Like he like people are he doesn't like force it he just waits for it they fall into the trap and they're there you know he didn't you know he he put pressure on them looking for something else and it was from half guard he he showed this one it i mean guillotines are good bro (laughs) man okay so you have you heard of marcello's guillotine did he submit you with the guillotine bro north south it was good dude it was because i felt it coming and like i was at first i was like okay you know I'm just going to have to survive the rest of the round, you know, because he was, I couldn't pass his guard. I would get on top of him. I would get on top of him, and uh, I could not pass his guard. I'd maybe get half guard for a little bit, and then he'd scramble out, but uh, he ended up getting on top of me, and that's when he started putting pressure on me, and so then he got that arm up here, and that's it. You know, I thought I was going to be, yeah. on, dude. And I was like, dude, I'm going to go out if I don't tap, and I just kept trying to fight it, fight it, but uh, I, I had to tap. I'd have gone out. <laughs> nice that would have been a good yeah. story yeah i remember i got choked out at a hobson morris seminar one time when oh, unconscious was he demonstrating on you no um we were rolling at the end he didn't choke me unconscious but some well, someone did it was uh there used to be a brown belt and he'd been a brown belt forever his name was dirk uh-huh. do you remember a brown belt named dirk uh-huh. well he's kind of a bigger dude but i was rolling with him abby and jory's and um dude totally just choked me out yeah, dude, if you need that, another water, let me know, bro. I can grab you one for sure. We got plenty of bottles in there. I was just Appreciate telling Robert it. when we went out there um, that uh, I'm going to get a mini fridge in here at some point. Yeah, that's <laughs> keep, me, keep me some coffees in there. I need some of that caveman coffee like Joe, dog. Said that stuff strong, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nitro cold brew is where it's at. 
Well, dude, we got to talk about this stuff going on in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my theory before they did not make the Pettis fight. So the Pettis fight is not happening. Eloquent is happening, like we just mentioned. Right. right. So I was like, I had this huge conspiracy going. <laughs> like, I was like, this is all fake, and here's why. Because at the beginning of the week, they knew that Max Holloway wasn't going to make weight. Mm-hmm. I, so one of my guys He's asked big. me about it on Tuesday, and I He's was like, big. man, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So and so they needed a way to get a, high, a big-name guy in front of Khabib to save the card. So I thought, I was like, well, here's what they're going to do, you know. Mm-hmm. They're going to get Khabib. They're going to pay Khabib to go make this video with Artem Labov where he's like, right, you know, talking up. shit or whatever. Yeah. He, yeah. So um, I was like, okay, yeah. And then, okay, Connor retaliates. They let they let him in. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, where are the pictures of Kiesa? I don't Dude, know. I want to see that too. I want to see how bad his forehead is. I feel so bad for him if this whole thing is for real. If that's I, the thing, I could, which kind of now I kind of think it is. <laughs> yeah, because dude, I, uh, the, with the Kiesa, I would think it was well, like real. I saw him in Vegas. So, like, like did you watch him um, the fight? He was he was wanting to fight. Like, I could not see that dude. Like, there's no way he's, he, if so, he's the best actor. Because he was talking about the fight. He was saying, you know, what his thoughts was. And, you know, I felt he was. Having- well, I wonder if your boss comes up to you and is <laughs> like, hey, bro, I'm going to pay you more than that fight or something. Because imagine, imagine if the UFC, like, because I was waiting on them to cancel. Uh-huh. Like, there is a period of time when all this is going on. I was like, if this is real. And there's three fights because the Ray Board yeah. Marina fight fell through. That's terrible. The Kiesa, what well, who was Kiesa fighting? Caceres. Pettis. Pettis. Uh, sorry, Pettis. Yeah. Who was fighting Alex Caceres? Artem Labov. Oh, okay. Okay, so those three fights are gone. So there's 13 yeah. fights on the card originally. It drops to 10, and then you got so basically you got Thug Rose. And then the main event's been fucked with, you know. But I'm happy with how it is. If they would have. Uh, Pick Pettis, I would have not been. I wonder what was why did but, what was the deal with that? What was the whole Pettis thing? Because that when they didn't make yeah. the Pettis Khabib fight, I was like, my theory is gone. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, he would just k- kill Pettis. I think you know. I don't know. You know. I do too, he's dude. Coming, he's coming off of those losses, and but he he really really struggles with people that want to take him down. You know, that's what Khabib's gonna try to do. I just didn't see it being even good. Good. I didn't see it being a good matchup. But Al's Al's a good one. Like he's gonna throw some bombs. I I'm happy to see that. Like was that was that the thing I was telling you? Is at Jim. Uh, I heard this. Uh, Brendan Schwab was talking about all these uh, Khabib legends, and he's saying like he's never been snapped down. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like like it's like against yeah. his like re- like whole like cultural upbringing for someone to like okay. pull his posture down like that, dude. He's like, oh, I would never let that happen. Okay, <laughs> but so here's okay, so here's the deal. Brendan was saying, and and he said that John Fitch told him this, uh-huh. but he was saying that like Daniel Cormier can't take him down, and he runs a train yeah. on Daniel Cormier in wrestling. Really? Yeah, moment of silence for Khabib. Mm-hmm. He, uh, moment of silence for Alaquinta, dude. Do you think he's going to take him down? I mean, 
I think he's just gonna just do what he does. He's twenty five and zero, and his wrestling is insane. And I think he will. He's a savage. I think he will. Will probably take him down. You know, it, it will be hard for him to finish him because uh, he's not submission heavy. He's not submission heavy, but at the same time, I just can't think of anybody better. You know, for the matchup, like I really can't because he's. It is. It is exciting. I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna throw bombs, dude. That's, and I, I lived with him for a month, and the dude, he's a crazy bastard. Man. He's, <laughs> he, he's gonna go down swinging, bro. Like, there's, he's not gonna be scared of the dude. He's not gonna be intimidated because a lot of people get intimidated to Khabib too. You know. What you think of the Edson fight? Uh, Edson that Barboza. A, that was amazing. Yeah. That was amazing. I like that fight. It was. And. Uh, yeah, I, I see. I see Khabib, you know, trying to get that takedown, trying to get the takedown. Yeah, dude. He's, and like, um, people are talking about potential fights for Khabib that would just be awesome stylistic matchups. But like, what you really got to get is somebody that can stop his, uh, can stop his sprawl. But they're talking about uh, potential fantasy matchups like GSP or Tyron. Uh, and I mean, dude, because Tyron shutting down Damian Maya was yeah. a thing. Yeah. I mean, pe people good. maybe hate on it or whatever, but. Dude, he did grab the fence the first time, like before everything Tyrone was tired, did. before everyone was sweaty. I, it might have been after he got hit, but yeah, Tyrone grabbed the fence he, and one and a half times. Damn. Remember that? Uh -huh. that big shot that um, uh, Tyron caught Damien coming in in like the first round? It's like a big Tyrone. rear uppercut, yeah. I don't know if it was before or after. I do. I know exactly. I remember exactly what you're talking about. He kind of like was getting taken down and grabbed the fence. <laughs> yeah. I did that with the heavy bags earlier to stop from getting pulled over. That's one of those things that sometimes reps don't discount yeah. anything for, yeah. but it's a complete game changer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, that's some people are like, um, for sure. Going, uh, like for like the 360 fights, for example, boxing, kickboxing, MMA in a ring. Bellator is doing something similar. I like it. That like, dude, I'm I'm like Joe Rogan guy guys who I heard say this, and him and Jimmy Smith were talking about it. But how are you going to be falling out of the boxing ring in 2017? Mm, yeah. What yeah. What's going on? Like Bellator, like you don't fall out of the ring. There's like five foot on all sides. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you're just on the outside of the ropes where you're no risk of injury. Mm -hmm. But uh you know, too, like the the cage wall is such an interesting piece of it, tool, and if you're, bro. it, it is, and if you're in a ring, that, yeah. it it can't like that's it's not like the same. you can't put the same pressure. Like it's we just we did we trained um, pretty differently for these guys that were gonna be uh, well, like we only had one guy fighting MMA on that card, but we had two guys striking a, a boxer and a kickboxer. Uh -huh. But we train. Uh, we trained. We trained all of our MMA. We trained our clinch. We trained takedowns. Trained scrambles and on the ground everything. But we didn't do hardly any wall work with mm -hmm. that guy. We did just a little bit, but it's more for like if you're in the yeah. It's like more for like if you're in the corner. Uh, but yeah. I think that so like here's the thing. Y'all have a nice little wall over there too. Though. Yeah, we're gonna put yeah, up one on the other side too. Is the goal? If How um, those other bags are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did oh, you see how we had some other bags over on the blue mat side? Uh-uh. 
we haven't even hung up. I'm, I've got five bags. We're going to hang up on the other side where those blue mats are. And then we're going to put, uh, I'm going to put, oh, we're kind of decking out that side over there. Hell yeah. Putting a matted wall over there. So it's nice, man. I like a crash pad over there and stuff, but yeah, that's a good idea for dude, eventually we're going to have to probably build on to our building. Like I'll, I'll have a lot of land around uh -huh. the building, but, um, we're going to have to do that or buy a bigger building, or sell our building. I don't know. Yeah. But so uh, chop off one of the sides of the walls. I, yeah, you, I definitely I got got a couple options I could do on that. I could do a breezeway with one option, but oh yeah, if we go sure. much bigger than like I'm like putting up those other bags and putting up the matter why it's like the last phase of like mm -hmm. it's just like damn man, mm -hmm. it's it's running out of <laughs> it's four thousand square foot uh, is how big the facility is, but. Um, you get a lot of people in there, man. Like in the evenings, like that's open mat, and it's like a little hustle and bustle going on. That's but like uh, you get our kids' classes going on while adults are starting to come in. Fitness kickboxers, damn, bro, it's insane. Core had twenty eight people in fitness kickboxing the other night. Is it just women's? Uh, no, nah, it's like do we have dudes and stuff that come too? Actually, like no, handful. Is, yeah, our, we have a mixed one. I, always think it's just the girls because usually they just girls primarily show up. it yeah. is yeah but every now and then dudes will show up yeah dudes coming to jujitsu class across the hallway hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah yeah because we do no gi while fitness kickboxing is going on or judo or the two classes that so like they're doing that over there and we're just throwing people or whatever <laughs> um so what do you think what so what the fuck's going on with connor like obviously um what let's say it's all real did he do this is there some reason did he do it because he's trying to fight floyd mayweather in a money mayweather mma fight as i heard a conspiracy theory oh, on facebook shit. today or is that he's trying to get in on that triple g because he needs an opponent what's what is what's going on with connor is like he just became Dana in his videos like, oh, Connor's losing fans and shit. And I'm like, no, he's not. That motherfucker's stock just soared. Like, yeah, I'm like, right. I'm I'm dick riding on Connor <laughs> way harder People right now. People have to fucking watch his next fight now. Yeah. I bet. Yo, I was pissed until I found out his teammate got jumped. And then, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see Nate Diaz's yeah. tweet? Yeah. Yeah. I was dying, dude. I, I saw it too. <laughs> dude, Cora showed me that. I was, I was yeah. losing it, man. Do you? I, I saw Nate. He tweeted something or or Instagrammed at one after the last Connor fight, and he was like in a Starbucks getting mobbed, dude, yeah. by like all these people. He's like, "What's going on?" Yeah. And everybody's like. Ah. <laughs> like just like a whole mob of people like I 30 40 it. people just Usually being like got people with them though too Usually Nate does. yeah dude my buddy jack uh hung out with nick and nate after the hickson seminar oh for sure yeah they didn't go to the hickson oh. seminar but we were there and like he ended up going to having dinner with hickson and then like going and hanging out and seeing nick and nate diaz and like getting beers and shit and i'm just like dude dude i was at the hotel <laughs> Why didn't you call? <laughs> Come on, right. dog. Back right. to the stratosphere. See, that's exactly who I'd want to have my back in a street fight. Oh, yeah. I know, <laughs> right? The two of them, you're good. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Apparently, uh, 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 this has been a while back. I think Nick Diaz got uh, jumped in a casino or something. Yeah, like three dudes that. didn't know who he was. Apparently, uh -huh. he beat the fuck out of all yeah, of them. That's what I heard. 
damn. I, I believe it. How are you going to, like, like, and they didn't know who he was. So yeah. Like, that makes it even better. It's like, man, way to pick the wrong guy. Yeah, they mm. fucked up. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, but you, I mentioned Roger Huerta. He's fighting this weekend against Benson Henderson on Bellator. Yeah, I remember talking about So, that. he had these crazy, like, this crazy sleeve, like a tattoo um, going all the way down his arm. Look kind of like a Tim Sylvia's tattoo, unfortunately. <laughs> but there, uh, there's a video they were playing um, on something of uh, him. He was uh, one of those fighters that got into like this street fight with this dude who like hit a girl, like this big black guy that hit a girl, was, like maybe a football player or something, and like took his shirt off and beat the shit out of that guy. Mm. You know, fight uh, the fighter formerly known as John Copenhaver, War Machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Roger Huerta's last loss was to War Machine. Oh damn. Yeah, who's now part. serving life yeah. in prison? Yeah, I was about to say he ain't sucks. getting out. War Machine was on Joe Rogan. Yeah, I watched that episode. It's a crazy and, episode. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I like that dude. You know, never would have thought, you know, fucking traumatizes like yeah. porn star girlfriend. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. You know. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, life in prison though. Yolder Miro's gonna fuck up and piss off the Cuban government and end up in the same spot. <laughs> True that, man. He's what's one he, more podcast saying? away. <laughs> what did he say about the government? Nothing really, but um, it's uh, he is doing. He is talking about it a lot. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There is a lot of. Um, we are finding out a lot more about Cuba ever since Fidel is. Uh, gone by which i guess his brother took over is is what's going on yeah. if i'm not mistaken yeah. yeah so yeah yeah does he ever uh does he have to go back there and live there he Yoda? is allowed that he's on some sort of a travel visa to fight in the ufc like i don't know yeah. all the particulars but yeah they like allow him to do what he does so yeah, I've been telling people this. I, that well, no, we you said you listen to that podcast, and I got it from that podcast, and kind of went down the rabbit hole on it. But four of the seven people that uh, arrested for breaking into Watergate were uh, veterans from the Bay of Pigs invasion. Yeah. Holy right. shit! Yeah. Right, yeah. and that was during the which administration, like in Nixon. Nixon, Nixon. Yeah. Yeah. Nixon. Yeah. yeah, that's from Watergate. Yep. I so, gotta take a piss real quick. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I, I like this topic though. This is badass oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. Put everything back, Bryce, when you're done. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Well, speaking, I, I, I know all the history behind it. Goes behind that. What are
Yeah, dude, I'm a big believer in ice, and, and like that, that'll give you a little compression too. I took two ice baths at the end of the day. Yeah, dude, that's blowing my mind. That, like I said, I think your training volume, like I know, I know how you train, dude. So for me to hear you say they're putting you through two days yeah. and it's making you take it was, ice baths, it was, it was it's not, while. it's out of your. Imagine everybody else. You said some people were just like dying. Um. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. But. Uh, Bad. <laughs> yeah, two a days, man. Well, two. I mean, you know, I've we like a good two. I mean, I've like for it, it Barada, for example, man, a, a two hour practice, one hour practice. You got people like yeah. you and Wade Johnson. Uh, it gets wild. Hey, you can't go, you know, full one hundred percent the whole practice, but there's a burst of time during that where you're going as hard as you can. Like you, you get a triangle, you're squeezing it as hard as you can. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's going to get you tired yes, eventually. <laughs> Podcast puppy. <laughs> He's um, so, okay, so uh, somebody just commented this on my status from earlier. Uh, it said, yeah, Dana and the UFC are currently promoting tomorrow with footage of Connor's disgusting acts. This <laughs> communicates so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, so here, I, I'm, ca I'm calling this Connor Gate 2018. So, c come on, puppy man. Go on. Go on outside. Oh, oh, you mean jump on your back? You <laughs> trying to push Dan outside. <laughs> Get on her. Uh, uh, too many fun. women that I've known in my life. <laughs> <laughs> too much information, sorry. <laughs> So, man, this main event has changed four times. Khabib Ferguson. Oh, I guess I didn't shut the door hard enough. Oops. Come here, buddy. Come here, buddy. Come here, buddy. <laughs> Dixon wants a mic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, he does. He was chomping on that antler yeah, he during was. our yeah. last cast, yeah. dude. It was yeah. awesome. You hear him out there? <laughs> Dude, he is so loud with that. <laughs> all that breathing and huffing and puffing. So it was Khabib Ferguson, Khabib Holloway, Khabib Pettis for a second, and then uh, now it's Khabib versus Alaquinta. Um, yeah. Did you watch the Dana video? That was what was unconvincing to me. It seemed uh -huh. fake as fuck. What did he say? I'll throw it up. We'll see what see what you guys think. Uh, Dana White on Conor McGregor. It's got, dude, I, I pot, like, so I got up at like 4.30 this morning, go to the gym. I get up at about that time every day. It sucks. Some days it sucks. But, um, <clears throat> so I'd have, I probably wasn't at 5.30 a.m., but sometime between those two times, I Googled this mm -hmm. just to see uh, w what was at the top of the headlines, check my apps and stuff, mm -hmm. like MMA Junkie. And there were so many pages and outlets that had already run stories on this exact. I was blown away. How much, think about how much money that generated. That one incident is what, uh, okay, here's the video. Dana White admonishes <laughs> Conor McGregor's criminal behavior at right. UFC 223. Okay, we're playing on the living room too for some reason. I bet Cora cast uh, force. There we go. Okay. Yeah, but you know they're they're using all that footage from the bus, and like imagine that footage is going to be great stock footage for if Connor ever fights Khabib. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, they're going to hype that shit up for sure. For sure. Okay, he says 20 guys, and it turns to 30 here in a second. <laughs> this is MMA Junkie. Hell yeah. Now, I did see the video of Connor launching that dolly through the window, and you could see there's somebody on the other side of the window. For sure, whether it was KS or not. She was shaking. <laughs> She's a savage, dude. That that uh, clip of her playing the piano just freaks me out. She man. plays the piano. There's like a there on the promo. She's like in there, like playing the piano, dude. And it's like just showing her back, and she's sitting <laughs> at this piano. It's su super eerie. Disgusting. <laughs> right, he keeps saying that. I'm not buying it. He's happy. He's happy about this whole damn thing. Yeah, um... It's a private jet. Uh-huh. Oh, he did. He turned himself in. Beyond belief. But he pays $100,000. Dude's like a billionaire. I'm on board with the retaliation, though. I I'm happy. Me too, dude. I'm in a Nate Diaz camp, bro. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was his friend. It was, they got him one on ten. Mm-hmm. But he fucked up. He didn't do it right. He should have, I think he should call him out one on one. I think he should have got on the bus. They should have got on oh, the bus yeah. and said, yeah, yeah. you know, get off the bus or we're just going to jump you. And uh, then Khabib would have had the option of either getting jumped by 10 people or just fighting him one-on-one. -on -one. And it wouldn't have been fair. Do you see Khabib's status? Sin location. Dude, somebody put his status and he's like, and they're like, can oh, you good. read this status in anything other than a Russian accent? <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't. He'll do it too. Sin location. This Brooklyn. Like he's like place of gangsters. <laughs> I love Khabib, dude. be a badass fight man when i heard all this too like i was just like uh, i was losing it because i was like no way is tony ferguson not fighting right because he wore his sunglasses and tripped over some wires inside yeah crazy <laughs> and uh crazy. then i then i was like and i heard that hallways come in i'm like you know they did that shit on purpose because connor already beat holloway and then holloway became the 45 champ and they're trying to 
trying to bump that all up and everything uh, for future fights so dude there's been so much this is like this is some it's like it's uh it's entertainment man like we got to realize that the ufc was bought by an entertainment company Mm -hmm. zufa was purchased by was ime is that what's called or ime or imi or something Uh something like that i don't know something so it's entertainment company hell yeah yeah interesting dude dude. badass dude like i'm I'm definitely watching it. I'm watching it, too. The last UFC, we did a fight companion podcast. Uh-huh. So we just did this and watched, yeah. the, watched the card. It was dope. Um, oh, here's a couple of fights that are coming up I'm excited about. Uh, Justin Gagey's fighting Poirier. I wish he out. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, Barboza's fighting Kevin Lee. Dang, okay. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Um, then... Um, I. No, those are in later April. I think like April 28th, April 27th, something like that. Uh, And I think they might be a couple weeks apart. Uh, There's like some fight nights and shit coming up. Mm, Um, Then too, at the end of this month, uh, maybe uh, maybe on one of those same cards, but in Bellator, uh, Frank Mears fighting uh, Fedor for hardcore fight fans. I mean, I'm probably going to watch that shit, you know. Dude, how, um, like, I'll tell you some matchups I would have loved to have seen back in the day it was like um, Fedor versus uh, Randy Couture. Or oh. Fedor versus, like, I'll tell you a fight that everybody was talking about wanted to see was Fedor versus Hicks and Gracie. I've never seen Hicks and Gracie. Dude, yeah. Him. I mean, he fought, um, he's 11 and 0 in MMA, fought in, fought in the very first Pride. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he got out um, when his son passed away. Like, uh, he had a son pass away. Uh, I've seen a bunch of Henzo's fights. Dude, Henzo was a, a OG, bro. That's why I was asked if you went to train there, because uh, Henzo and John Donaher, man. Yeah, I actually trained at Marcelo's today. That uh, I was either going to go there or to yeah. Henzo's, and I picked Marcelo's that day. Dude, it's that's funny. Um, the, I, I w- which, um, if I had to choose, I would probably choose John Donaher. But at the time that you went, I probably would have chosen Marcelo because I know way more about what's crazy. I've had this John Donaher book that he wrote years ago, and I actually cited in my master's thesis. I had no idea that that he who was who he was. Dude, that guy cracks me up. They're like, why do you always wear rash guards? He's like, there's nine simple reasons. It's like, he's like, he's like, uh, first, if I get caught in a rainstorm, it will dry out very quickly. Like, I mean, he just, like, lists, like, these nine purely logical reasons, but, like, everything is, like, well, there are four simple steps to jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. Everything is, like, That's a certain number, and, like, but he's, like, literally, he's, like, well, there are nine reasons. <laughs> it's, like, dude, I, like, I start saying there's three reasons, and I'm, like, one, B, <laughs> three, you know, like, I can't, uh-huh. I, yeah, I can't even keep it straight in conversation. This dude's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's a philosophy sure. guy, man. Sure. He was going to be a PhD in philosophy. Got distracted by this little thing called jujitsu. <laughs> Hell yeah. He was getting all sassy with Joe Rogan. He was saying, uh, oh, you must be a 10th planet black belt. Black belt. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, Dude, uh, you know, Tony Ferguson got pissed at Joe about, um, because Khabib gave him that, um, I don't even remember what it's called. It kind of, yeah. Um, yeah. That I for, I knew the name and I forgot. Yeah, I mean it's that they, they, yeah that cool little hat. Uh-huh. And uh, Tony's like, oh, you just keep turning your back on your ten planet black belt dog, you know, saying all this stuff. He's like, dude, we train together. I like you, but I also like Khabib. Like, 
I like fights. I like MMA. Like, you can't give me shit yeah. for, you know? Yeah. Anyway. That's crazy. He got mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but dude, that's, uh, I'm, I'm actually super glad Joe started an MMA show. Like, that's something I wanted to do um, when I was thinking about doing the podcast. Mm -hmm. There's some Joe Rogan right there, dude. Brendan. Mm -hmm. Very last. Uh, I watched a bunch. MMA of 21. I watched a bunch of his. This would be our tenth, uh, the tenth MMA show I've done. So I, I do one about once a week, and then I've done twenty-five of just like just different guest spots, and uh, we've done a few over like concerts we just went to see and stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, dude. Well, um, <clears throat> anything, uh, anything else exciting coming up for you, man? You just kind of. Um, Ultimate Fighter's over. We'll have to wait and see what happens when the show debuts. Do you know when it debuts? Uh, is it April? Uh, April 18th. Yep. April 18th, man. It's on a Wednesday night. I think it's 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, 9 mm -hmm. o'clock. Uh, it, it'll be, I think it'll be a great season, man. Like, just, I had so much fun, man. It was uh, It was hard doing it, like, during times that you don't get your phone. You know, you wonder what's going on back home and all that, but. It's a sacrifice that you got to make, you know. So, but it, it it's gonna be good TV, you know. That's, I'll promise you that. There's <laughs> some good shit. Right on, bro. Right on. Well, dude, uh, I'm sure you guys, y'all guys got to drive all the way back to Cersei, Arkansas tonight. Yeah. Hell yeah. Not two hours, dude. Yeah, it is. I I got to where. I mean, I guess it probably is. I can't remember if I was making it an hour and forty minutes or not. That's what my GPS says. You know, okay, right yeah. Out, right from my crib. But, but then I think, I feel like, you know, by the time you stop and pee or get yeah. gas. Or <laughs> the weather sucked all the way up here. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I know, man. I just wish, like, it would stay. Like, it was it's a couple of times the last couple of days, the sun's come out. It's so nice. And then it's like, just kidding. We're going to piss all over that. And just <laughs> rain. And it's supposed to snow tomorrow or some shit. But, uh, well, anyway, dude, we'll go ahead and wrap this up, man. We've been going for a couple hours close to it. It don't even feel like I know, dude. No, I, really I, dude, like, once you get in, it gets super yeah. comfortable. Can we talk about the WWE for five minutes? <laughs> oh, dude, dude, yeah, because that's what I'm watching on Sunday instead of UFC 223. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, on Sunday? No, no, no. The Wrestle WrestleMania <laughs> is on is on uh, Sunday, uh, and like okay. Ronda Rousey's on it, and all this shit. Oh, really? Brock Lesnar's coming back to the oh, UFC. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He's coming back. So I yeah. See that bad. Who do you think he's gonna fight? What about that dude that just beat Mark Hunt? Maybe. I mean, Mark Hunt. Big yeah. old brother. Um, who was that? Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades. Yeah, he did. Good. That guy did really good against Ngannou. He's fucking good. Yeah, go ahead and let dude. Robert knows all about the WrestleMania. Hell yeah! Okay, yes. we're gonna. All right, bro. <laughs> all right, first Brock is gonna fight fight Ngannou, bro. Almost Ngannou? without a doubt, or John oh, Jones. As soon as they clear their plates, they're gonna make another super fight, which is what you were talking about last. So week. Brock's fighting Ngannou. He, he no, no. I, I'm saying that's my opinion, bro. Right, they're out to right. make a super fight, which you guys already segue into the entertainment thing with Zufa and Brock, and so actually wrestling used to be. WWE used to be a actual federation, but they changed it to World Wrestling Entertainment because of the mm -hmm. World Wildlife Fund, but also because they wanted to get out of sanctions <laughs> and people kept getting yeah, legislating bodies <laughs> and stuff. So um, someone real quick from The Ultimate Fighter, actually, Matt Riddle. See, uh -huh. WrestleMania weekend is not just WrestleMania. There's like an international WrestleMania week that goes on. Yeah, so Matt Riddle is... International Fight Week in the UFC. 
see. Yeah, oh, like yeah. International Fight Week in July, bro. Stoked. It's going to be an awesome year. So, um, like, basically, like I said, Brock and Rowdy and everything's going on uh-huh. now. They're using Rowdy Rousey to freaking step up Stephanie McMahon's game because Stephanie is basically considered a troll as far as a general manager. Anyone who knows anything about wrestling is like, mm-hmm. dude, there's been at least like 10 better general managers over the last 20 years in wrestling. So, Are they going to have Ronda be the champ? Like the Queen or the so, WWE? The <laughs> Not yet, dude. What they have going on, they they brought in a bunch. WWE has learned some lessons over the last couple of years, and they brought in a lot of like small talent from indie shows and stuff. And they've actually ended up like bringing in this chick from Japan that they've set up like a Goldberg, like a total monster that can't be beat. And she's uh-huh. wrestling Charlotte Flair, who's Ric Flair's daughter, who's a badass wrestler. I got to meet Ric Flair in Vegas last, last July. Oh, yeah. wow. Woo. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the most legit. Everyone says he's like the funnest wrestler ever to be on the road with. But yeah, anyways, yeah. Um, there there's some conspiracies out there that say that uh, WWE is like a, a, a segment of life. Like you can basically judge politics by what's going on. And you can look at like uh, major company policies and how they build off of the government. You can watch how it's like a social litmus test and blah, blah, blah. And then military policy also, you can see a lot of different things that the government weighs out policy and how they think public uh, opinion is going to work out. And um, like basically WWE has been the stage and we've been leading up to this about like how Shakespeare. Yeah, Donald Trump got his start. What's on WWE, huh? Mm -hmm. Really? Shit. Bro, if we get on conspiracies, yeah. that's a whole fucking podcast. I think actually right uh, uh, McMahon <laughs> thinks McMahon let his head be shaved to uh, in order. Yeah. Okay. So Damn. anyways, there's like hours of conspiracy video, legit stuff out there. Oh, that's there. my jam right there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you got to understand like Vince McMahon, there used to be a bunch of small independent wrestling scenes uh-huh. and Vince is from the North side and he ended up like WCW was South, you know, they were some of the boys and blah, blah, blah. And there's a whole history behind it. But I want to hear you guys bounce real quick because the last shot of McGregor going out of that fight was holding a chair yeah. in a bus that's in an yeah, elevator. It's, and clearly it's no turning one. into WWE, man, yeah. with all this shit. Thank you. I'm just gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna laugh if somebody like comes into the cage yeah. with a with a steel chair tomorrow, yeah, dude. Right here, dude. Right here, President oh. Trump, bro. Oh, real. Hold oh my on, God. Here, here it is, dude. Look at him. I never saw this before. I mean, it, oh, it's this is crazy. it's, it's yeah. great. Bam, oh. dude. Look at him. You're look fired. at him. Bam, 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 bam. You're fired. <laughs> oh, oh Trump, that is bro, too damn, good, man. dude. I love that dude, man. <laughs> Look at that. Down. Look at that. Don't oh, mess up your hair, Don. President Trump. <laughs> Is that his wife with him, the girl with the blonde hair? <laughs> I'm not sure. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is 2007. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. I've never seen this. Okay, so here's the, here's the real conspiracy is uh-huh. that. So uh, McMahon is... Man, that dude has so much money. And people theorize that Donald Trump came to Vince McMahon, and so did Floyd Mayweather back before they were who they are. So, like, before Donald Trump became... So, like, Vince McMahon used to have a saying, like, back in the 90s when wrestling came on, like, Saturday mornings, we're like, you're fired! And then Vince what is McMahon Donald... Did. Like, Donald yeah. Trump after this. Yeah, Donald Trump shaving his head, dude. Yes, put him over. That's called putting someone over. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting him over. 
So uh, there's this theory, <laughs> and uh, Robert Guerrero, who's a pro boxer, told a friend of mine, Jason Warnick, uh, at this bone marrow drive mm -hmm. uh, that he came to, Guerrero did, and he's like, no, that's, that's totally true, because Floyd used to be pretty boy Floyd. Mm -hmm. And then he became Money Mayweather. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing is, is like, so McMahon's an expert at creating these characters for people. And like Robert's saying, like with this, like, mm -hmm. it's like you you create these characters and you see how people are going to accept them. And like, so like Conor McGregor is a created character. Mm -hmm. Bam. Mm -hmm. is that, I mean, is that what you're going to say? Yeah. So, I mean, and like his stock, like I said, soared because of that one event. It's like where he's like been dormant. Oh, when the fuck sure. that guy hasn't fought in like five hundred days in the UFC. Yeah, they're still talking about him. Yeah, it's crazy. He's hyping it up, man. Huh. Yeah. So uh, I say let's end with this. Who are some people? Without, I mean, obviously I'm not asking you to call anybody out, but who are some people you would like to see yourself fight in the UFC someday? Shit, man. Um, really. I'll, I'll just fight whoever they tell me to. Anybody they put in front of you. Anybody, man. I'm not. I've never, ever it, said. It, it, is anybody besides Bryce think of any logical matches that they might throw <laughs> at him? Because honestly, it's like, man, sometimes I don't want to fight them. You know what I mean? It's like I, I'm looking at them like I got to do it. You know, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight whoever they tell me to. You know, because sometimes it's, it's like you just want to go in there and fight, but I feel like I have to provide, and, you know, so... Maybe you it's, could fight I, that dude you tapped at the tryouts. <laughs> uh, that's a good start. <laughs> it's be, yeah, there <laughs> you like, go. I got, uh, I got to know him real well, man. He's, he's yeah, but, yeah, so that might suck, right? You have to go fight somebody yeah, in the house or whatever. Yeah, and you know him. And you know him, you know? And they're, you're cool with them. And but, dude, I know. But I would say this. Like, dude, I mean... Um, that's kind of like when I anymore, dude, because I don't I don't get hung up on taps and shit. And I know like a lot of people don't. A lot of people I care about don't. But it's like, right. I, I like care so much less. It's just like anytime you like you caught me a few times down, like, dude, that was awesome. Yeah. Let's go again. You know, exactly. like that was cool. How did get, you get into yeah. that? You know, like John uh, did a cool ass like sort of uh Get to get into the truck like a Baron Bolo on me, and I was like, "Dude, uh, show me." I wasn't expecting mm -hmm. where you entered into that. He's trying to do the uh, that calf slice. That's what the, he did. The yeah, truck. He was yeah. To do that on me. You uh, you take your free foot, just keep kicking his hands off. It's still gonna hurt. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. That's I had I had a good defense going, and then too, like so from that same situation you're talking about, the person that's in the truck can do an arm bar on the person that has yeah, it in the if, truck if they reach if they reach inside. Uh -huh. If yeah. they reach inside to, to pull that foot down, as Eddie Bravo, he teaches it, don't grab inside. Or oh, so we were talking about Marcelo's guillotine earlier. Right, The yeah. pretzel grip. Yeah. That's what Eddie Bravo calls it, the he pretzel grip. Does he go grip. high elbow with it? Yeah, one of our guys, but yeah. yeah, the high elbow guillotine. Yeah. One of our guys has been teaching gnarly. it, but some people do this. I, I Some like people this. do this, but like yeah, this. that inverted Diable grip oh, is yeah. basically That's what it is. For mm -hmm. my build, it's just right there, stronger. and that, that forearm goes right there on the... Right, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see a bunch of people doing. Miguel that. Torres used to do that choke. He's actually uh, he's done a lot of grappling tournaments. Mm -hmm. You can see him guillotine like everybody in a grappling tournament with that. Um, well, uh, all right, dude. Well, let's wrap it up again. Thanks so much for coming on, bro. Uh, it's an honor, man. Thank get you with me, you. and uh, we'll so have to much, get together. Man. And I know that um, we've been talking about coming up for some cross training uh, with our Saturday crew. So hopefully, we'll catch you there at uh, Barada yeah, I'll, I'll HQ. Head down here more often too, man. Like, all right, bro. bro. Yeah, and Friday's are really good for me. So just like let Mario me know. Too, the little wrestler you got. Yeah, yeah. He said he's an off season because he came in, and I was like, I saw his ear. 
Yeah. And I was like, I, I like I actually I hadn't like I hadn't like a lot of those wrestlers come in and out, and uh -huh. I just kind of like let them do whatever they want. And they're they're good teammates to have around, right? But I was like, hey man, you know what's up? And and uh, he's like, yeah, I'm one of Leroy's wrestlers. I was like, oh dude, you know, make yourself at home, water in the fridge, whatever, bathrooms over there. Yeah. And uh, then he gets out and starts hitting the bag and like looking kind of <laughs> boss. And I was just like, dude, well I, like. And you wrestle like mm -hmm. I haven't seen you wrestle, but I see that you had the complete picture. Like, why aren't we talking about your fights coming up? Right. Or, but he does. He said his dad owns an MMA gym in Texas and is like right. three and three is a pro. But it's yeah. kind of like maybe obviously older, probably in his 40s and shit, because he's yeah. um, uh, he, he's got a son that's in college wrestling. <laughs> uh -huh. So. But, uh, yeah, no, like, I, I was watching all get after it, man. Uh, I got some good rounds in. We got a couple good rounds in. I was, I was happy to, had to have y'all in. Thanks to Dan for working with my boy. Yeah. 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 Enjoy it, man. Dude, come back and see us anytime, man. Um, it was a pleasure getting to talk with y'all. Dinner was Thank awesome. Training was awesome. It's an honor. Thank you. Yeah. Man. Good times, bro. Shutting it on down.